Hello, 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 everyone. Hello, Sean. Hello, Chris. Hey, guys. How's it going? Welcome to this podcast. Let's not have an episode or an episode. Sorry. <laughs> Let's try that again. This opposite. This podcast does not have a name. There we go. Episode 13. Uh, for it. December. Yes, I did it finally. For December 22nd of 2021. Is it the 22nd already? Somebody yeah. said that was the 21st. My. <laughs> I don't know what day no. it is anymore. I'm lost. <laughs> so the 21st is my sister's birthday, and that was yesterday. So, and then the 23rd, which is tomorrow, is my mom's birthday. So oh wow, yeah, I I have to be very aware of the dates, obviously. So yes, it's trust me, it's the 22nd. I promise you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if I actually think of the days, yes, it is. <laughs> so so yeah, I work tomorrow, and then I get two days off. Nice. Well, well technically I three. Hope... So. Yeah, I have I have to work tomorrow, and then I'm off until the 29th and 30th. I have to work those two days, and then I'm off again until the 4th. So, wow, 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 we wow. <laughs> well, our business, our company is not really shutting down, but like it's closed for the holidays, essentially. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a second. So, yeah, I guess we should start, as we usually do, Chris, with what we've been up to. So, you want to go first? Yeah, I guess. Uh just doing a little bit more of my Pokemon stuff. I did last night. I think I did another day. I did two gyms last night. Only lost one Pokemon. Oh wow. Two two gyms in one night. That you must have made good progress in your in your game. They're fairly I guess close together in a way, but I lost Sanic. He oh, died during what? he I no. was building him up. I was building up my Pachirisu for the uh water gym. I forgot I had a a grass type Pokemon already, but I didn't level her up or him up. That was a uh, Biolante, <laughs> and uh, Patricia died during the gym or uh, during the. Uh, Sorry, who? Uh, Crasher Wake, the water gym tr- uh, leader. He died. Patricia did. The gym leader died. No. I'm My confused. Pokemon died during the fight against the gym leader. But which one? Crasher Awake. Wait, yeah, who is that? I don't the even know water who that is. gym trainer. He's he's a big guy who's kind of like water themed, and he wears what almost looks like a luchador mask on his head. No, well, like, like which Pokemon of yours died? Because like I asked, Hi, you Teresa. said you're Sonic. Yeah. Sanic. Okay, that's what I was asking for. I honestly <laughs> didn't know that was the name of the Pokemon. My knowledge of Pokemon extends to the one fifty one first for the first generation. Then it's kaput. I don't know much. Yes, I, that. I noticed that when I was in your streaming. You referred to Petrisu as Blue uh, Blue Pikachu. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, from a design point of view, they're like, hey, you know what? It would be really popular. With the kids is if we designed more Pikachu's, and they had the plusy and minus. The plus one, minor, whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, that's a Pikachu clone. I'm sorry, it is. It is, and Pachirisu is, yes, and so is Pichu, uh, uh, Pichu and P, who are pre evolutions of Pikachu. Meryl is a water uh, copy of Pikachu, essentially, right? Yeah. It doesn't do lightning, but I know what you mean. It's, well, I, I'm not talking talk, like in terms of the character design, you know, like. Yeah, I guess. Let's make a the, let's make a cute mouse-like Pokemon that looks like Pikachu. Well, there is it's, it's there water, is another you know? like mouse-type electric Pokemon in the later gens. I just don't remember its name. Okay. <laughs> and it looks more mouse-like, like 
than Pikachu. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, so if you look at Pikachu's original drawing from like the red and blue games before the anime came out, it's it's not you as mean cute the, as it is uh, now. The, the short fat Pikachu. Yes, it's, it's fat and it has the limbs are like almost practically non-existent. Yeah, it's almost like a, it's almost like a original Sonic and now Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and this one doesn't have uh, the weird ass eyes, right? We don't like the singular and the human eye teeth. <laughs> Fucking Sonic. Can you ever see that picture that someone drew of that Sonic's eye and they like slowly move his eyebrow up and his two eyes merge into one giant eye? No. I don't want <laughs> to see this now. No. <laughs> it's got this kind of nightmare feel. But uh did that. Went well. Uh yeah, Gyarados and my Golem are is Golem is the third form? Whatever Yeah, Golem is the third form. Yeah. Uh, they seem to be just steamrolling everyone. <laughs> so that's good. I think as long as they don't die, I'm going to be so upset if those two die. They're the like, kings of my team. <laughs> Honestly, I'm upset at letting your the, the, the firefighting starter die. I'm upset Apparently, at you Apparently, <laughs> I might be... So I've got Ponyta now. It evolved to Rapidash, whose uh, name is, is uh, Time Fire. Named after one Time of the, fire. Yeah, named after one of the uh, Power Ranger, no Super Sentai characters from Power Rangers and Time. From Time Force. Yeah. Okay. Time yeah. Force. Um. But yeah. Uh. There's apparently another fire type I could get. I might be able to get, which is Magby, so I could evolve into Magmortar. There's hmm. that one fire type Pokemon from the 151 that stood that Charizard like seismic slammed into the ground. At the top Another of the fire type? Yeah. From the, the original, original 151. Magmar? Magmar, that's it. If Magby is Magmar's pre-evolution, and he can okay. evolve into Magmartor. Apparently he's in this game, I think in the underground somewhere, which I haven't caught a Pokemon yet. So I might be able to get him if I need another fire type, but there's also other Pokemon later on when I get that I could probably catch on the ground as well. I'll have to look. Because apparently the gym leaders like Cynthia and I don't remember the other one, they're apparently really devastating <laughs> in this game. So I want to be prepared. But your Nuzlocke run, the, the stipulation is your, I would assume you're only allowed one Pokemon from the underground, underground right? Yeah, I haven't caught That's one it. yet. But like, it has to be the first one you encounter, right? Unless if it's one I already have. If it's right. one I already have, I can. my rule is I could pass on it till I find one I don't have. So That makes sense. Yeah. That's the way I'm doing that. So I'm going to wait till I get to the end, or near end game, see what my team looks like. And then I'm going to try to find where a specific Pokemon is and try and catch that one. Because in the underground, I believe that all the Pokemon appear on the overworld. So you're not running into random uh, battles. So it'll be easier for me to find the one I want. Hopefully. Okay. So hopefully I can cheese it to get specific one that I want to help flesh out my team later on. Right. But yeah, I did that. Be lots of grinding. I think I've got two more gym badges to get. I ended off uh, getting near the, I guess, second last gym. I don't remember what gym it is. I'm on Iron Island, whatever the place that was. Whoever's gym that's attached to. So I'm almost done. And I uh, finished off the Super Sentai series that I was watching. Oh. The uh, Mega, not, not Mega Force. 
uh, Wild Force, I guess would be in English. Okay. Uh, for it was mediocre for most of the series. The bad guys. So every time one of the villains would show up, you know, one of the big bads that would show up, right? They seemed to each have a specific thing that they wanted to do, but it didn't seem really villainous. So the one bad guy, he just liked shiny things and wanted all these fancy jewels. Hmm. Like, oh. So he ended up targeting the Power Rangers like beast crystals. I'm like, oh, okay. It's fine. And the next guy just wanted to eat really fancy food or what he thought was fancy food. I'm like, this doesn't seem like a villain. These just seem like very posh, you know, <laughs> the like, right. Japanese like lo overlords. And that's all they felt like. I'm like, these aren't real villains. They don't, ha they're not villainous really, other than the fact that like some of them end up destroying buildings or doing stupid things to get the notice of the, of the uh, Rangers. So I'm like, eh. and two thirds away through the series, they kill all three of them. And then it's wait, like, wait, 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 they kill all three of the Rangers. Is that what you just said? Uh, actually they do kill the Rangers. What the fuck? So, uh, in one of the episodes, they kill off, I think, four of the Rangers. Oh, four. there's more than three. Okay. I thought there was three, like the English version. In the English version? Oh, was only wait, two? wait, wait. Okay, no, sorry. I never saw Time Force, either Japanese or English, but I do remember that's the, I think that's the episode or series where Tommy comes back as the Black Ranger. Like, he's like a professor now from his last appearance okay. Mighty Morphin or whatever. And he's like the Black Ranger, but but it starts with only three, like red, that yellow, and... That would be and... uh, that's, Ninja. That was... No, 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 that that was Wild Force. Are you sure? Because was... the Pretty next sure. season after this is Ninja something, and it starts off with three Rangers. I'm going to look up right now. Yeah, but go ahead. I, I, I thought I'll, it was Wild I'll, Force. I'll continue. Uh, so they actually do kill off like four of the Rangers, and in that episode, they go through this challenge of trying to get their bodies back, and they're like... You know, trying to cheer on Red as he's doing his thing. And he ends up somehow through bullshit bringing him back to life. Like, oh, he had a good chance to keep him dead for a while. But they get resurrected, like, immediately. <laughs> oh, wow. So they died, but you said they lost, they're trying to get their bodies back? So, like, yeah, they're they, not really they, dead? they talked to what they didn't know at the time as. Uh, what they didn't know of at the time was God. Or the God of the wild, uh, wild animals. Okay. And he ends up helping them escape from basically limbo so hmm. but yeah they come back in that same episode but the three main villains like you know how normally in power rangers i guess in power rangers it's usually just one main villain but in super sentai they usually do two or three different arcs and each one ha is usually focused around a specific villain like as the leader so like well say if it was power rangers they'll have like eight episodes where Goldar's one kind of doing a lot of the stuff and, you know, summoning monsters, right? And then they'll right. go to Scorpina or whatever, right? It'd be something like that. And in this one, they kill off all three of them with ten episodes left of the series. And I'm like, so what the hell's the rest of the series going to be about? Like, these two basically bulk and skull of the enemies aren't going to be able <laughs> to carry the series. They're not villainous. They're, they're stupid. They're, they're, they're dumb. But they pulled it off in the end. And I think the end bit was actually pretty good. It's helped make the series a lot better than it was at the end. I really yeah. liked how it ended. It was better ending than the last season. Or was it last season I said it was disappointing? Or was uh, it the season before that? Did you? Anyway. I don't remember. It, for what was a mediocre series, it ended off pretty good. 
I like it. That's good. Um, I, I looked it up. You're right. Uh, it's the one after. When, when I hear Wild Force, I was thinking of like something else. But yeah, you're right. It's the one before it with the print. I think this is the series in the American version where Saban sold the rights. Like I know for Wild later Force down, or the one after? For Wild Force. With the, with, because I remember there being a princess in the first episode or something. And there, and there was in the Wikipedia, there's like a princess or something. Yeah. And there's five rangers or six, whatever. So that's, I know that's... there's two for the ninja, well, let's say air quotes, ninja series in Japan. And one had a princess, Surahime, who was the white ranger. And that was the one I watched like months and months ago. Yeah. The princess in the American version was not a power ranger. I don't think. I don't okay. think. In, I know in Wild Force, there is not really a princess, but she's kind of the one who he, she's the Zordon of the series. She's the one who. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's her. I think that's her. Yeah. She'd be more likely wearing like a white gown and she doesn't really yes. go up to fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah yes. Yeah. Because of, that's why I called her a princess. Cause I thought that was her. <laughs> Not really more like uh guardian. I guess okay. that's a better way to put it. She guards and kind of like speaks or helps guide the rangers through you know in the stead instead of god i guess because god disappeared at the end of the series she ends up going back to sleep for like however long she needs to sleep for until the gal is that what they're called the villains come back so because more likely they will come back apparently they did like a thousand years before this series so they'll be back in another thousand years probably hmm. <laughs> but yeah uh, Sorry, just like Rita Repulsa. Ah, after ten thousand years, I'm free. Yeah, it's time to conquer Earth. Yeah, something like that. Except you know, she's meant to go to go back to bed, whereas Rita was forced back into her capsule at the end of Rangers. Yeah, well, I guess not. Re With... Rita wasn't. Um, Bandora was. Yeah, Bandora and Goldar and Scorpina and their human baby, apparently. Yep. Apparently. Well, humanoid. The. And and uh, Bandora like ends up kind of learning to care for the child. So she in the end she doesn't hate children. Although throughout the rest of the series, most of her plans, Bandora's plans at least, were I need to get back at those children. God, I hate children. That was like her main focus in that entire series. It wasn't to get revenge on the Rangers or to get revenge on Zordon. It was I hate children. Plus, screw Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> you know the screw the, 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 the almost was just a side bonus as yeah, a side she, hustle like throughout the entire series it was I hate children I want to get revenge on children I hate them they should all die and at the end when she meets uh, with Goldars and Scorpina's child inside the capsule she's like oh look at him he's so cute or it's so cute so I was like oh look at that she does have a heart kind of <laughs> right Did, doesn't she, didn't she have a child and that's why she was so mad in the first place that the uh, child died and now she hates children. Like, it makes no sense. Like, her motivation the... is because her child died, right? I want to say it's an English thing. I well, don't... no. In English, she never had a child. I, I only know that from what you told me yourself from Bandora. I've never seen God, that Japanese version. So I thought she was like, her child died in ancient times. And that's why she's, she got pissed at Zordon or whoever. I, I don't know. That who, but... does sound familiar. I'm trying to remember for sure. But that does sound sound familiar but i believe though that that's why she now like just absolutely instead of going into grief of her child she now just hates children altogether 
I guess. But she's never been close to a child since then, I get. That's, you know, that, that makes as much sense as, hey, I had an allergic reaction to food item. I hate all food now. I mean. It's like, it's like that's the same logic, you know. I, I mean, villains kind of are what they like and don't like, don't make sense sometimes. So, I'm not wrong, though, Chris. I'm not no, wrong. No, you're, you're not. But finish that, started off, I watched one episode of the new series. And I'll say in terms of like the first episode, this does ninja is way better than the last ninja series. They're actually That's doing good. ninja stuff like the uh, ninpo kind of uh, poses and like disappearing into logs and clothing. Huh. Which they did in the original, but not as much. And like the villains showing up and doing powers, but trying to link them to ninja techniques. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And one of the villains is this huge kind of robot looking guy and his face opens up and it's a tiny little bug inside. He's like, how dare you challenge me? I have to feed 10,000 foes, you prick. As he's talking to, <laughs> as he's talking to one of the other overlords. <laughs> I'm like, he's cool. I like him. <laughs> Reminds me of one of the uh, guys in Men in Black who's just like oh, yeah, a yeah, yeah. tiny okay. little bug in a suit. But right. yeah, so far, I like the villains. It's like this band of like seven enemies and there's more likely two more they're going to show up because they say that they're like these seven, seven something. And there's only five of them. So two more mm. will show up. One may or may not be their leader, which we kind of see. He's like this huge, he's mostly in darkness, so I couldn't see him on my phone. But he's got like a, sh not a shogun mask, a uh, kabuki mask on. Okay. But he's kind of like this large uh, demon thingy. I didn't get a good look at him. I know the what's it called Kabuto mask is is kind of like a trope for like ninjas. I'd never understood why they did that, but I I do understand it's like yeah Kabuto an, mask, not an, Kabuki. Yes. Yeah, and like uh, it, I know it's been an anime forever, so I know it's like a thing, but I don't understand like the purpose behind it. But aside from it looks fucking cool, let's put this on our character. Yeah, I don't. I don't explicitly know either. So you were saying that uh, I guess we both mentioned that the this series starts off with like three rangers. We've mm -hmm. seen the other two in the first episode. They were going to what looked like maybe help the other rangers, but the red of that team stopped. I think it was black or blue and said no, and then they walked off and let them handle it. So it seems like that they are the last two surviving members, probably of their ninja clan as well. So they'll have to group together to defeat the bad guys at some point it just so won't happen yet rival clans yeah they were supposed to be having a ninja tournament to see who's going to win because right now their tournament their clans are at a tie for who wins this like big ninja clan kind of fight or tournament thing so they were supposed to have like a fight and it seems that these kids the three on the one side and at least those from the other are supposed to be like some of the top students of each one things how okay. they got the uh ranger armor so but mm -hmm. looks like it could be pretty cool i'm hoping it continues down you know a good path i don't want it to be crap i mean most of the series i think i've said have been mediocre to mediocre as in like a five or six out of ten end up right i haven't met one that's just been complete garbage <laughs> so really huh. yeah they've all, they've all been just mediocre i mean they are meant for children so you have to kind of go well, eventually it's going to go back to the old Power Ranger format, right? But yeah. most of them, for their main stories, have been decent. So, But yeah, that's pretty much been it. Power Rangers and just a little bit of Pokemon. 
mm, a little bit more of Breath of the Wild, which I'm just grinding through that slowly, surely. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's gonna be a. Anyways, yeah, that, yeah I say that's gonna be a major grind, but yeah. Yeah, I haven't done any of the real story yet. I think I'm getting close to like the Zoro stuff because I've run into a couple Zoros who are like, you should go see the prince on, who's waiting for you on this bridge. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. And then I walk, like, I go to another location. They're like, hey, hey, you over there, you should go see the prince. I'm like, I know, stop telling me about it. <laughs> like, I met four of them and they keep telling me this. I wish there was a cue that would be, you know, not to have them repeat it. Or you could just skip the dialogue if they've talked to you already. Or if you can, um, you can mash through it, but in most dialogue choices, you usually get a choice to like just go, yeah, yeah, I know, right? But like, with these guys, you don't. They just start talking to you because they're on a like kind of I, I want to say a race. They're told they're all told by the prince to scatter around Hyrule and go find a Helion to mm -hmm. and bring them to that bridge. So every time they see you, they're super excited to see a Helion. They're like, hey, 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 come here, come here, come here, right? So. They're desperate to tell you this. I understand for character why they do it. It's just annoying that I can't be like, yeah, 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 I know. I'm going. <laughs> so. Because I'm doing like the stuff for, who was it? Impa. And in my memories. And I think now I can maybe do go there. Because I've kind of been spreading it out, finding things. So. And I've been trying to like just do some of the stuff to get my hearts. Mm -hmm. So that I don't die so easily. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's slow moving. I'll uh, probably talk more about it when I actually do more of the story and probably the first dungeon and see how, if whether or not I get on with the how the dungeon design is for the actual okay. like dungeon beasts or whatever they are. Oh, excuse me. But that's pretty much it for me. And you, what have you been up to? So before I get into that, yeah. Oh. So now, uh. I usually have my chair upright. Like I, I can, I, I can have like this. But since my cat is like counterweeding me now, this is like the natural slouch of my chair. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of holding myself up like this. Oh, <laughs> right. You don't have a. You can't. Talk. I can, No, I, I do. Right. It's, it's on now. Right. But like, see, now she's looking around. She's like, "What are you doing?" Okay. But then if I let it go, you're just gonna lay way back because be, because she's like counterweighting my my body weight on the chair because <laughs> you know. They they weren't anticipating a pet to be on there, but anyways. Um, so I was actually up to a lot since last podcast. Mm. Uh, Chris, he'll be happy to know that uh, last Friday and Saturday, I spent most of the day just playing Metroid. So, nice. I seen yeah. you a lot whenever I sign on to my Switch, and if it's not Rob on there, I see you playing Metroid. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so yeah. It was it was only those two days really. Um, I did like the first couple hours on my TV with a pro controller and mm. it, it was okay and then i did the rest of the playthrough on my i just on the um on dock mode because i'm like you know what this is something I, I need to solve but um eventually but like the video quality believe it or not is better for me on the oled than it is on my um hdmi screen but this this monitor here beside me it's like a 24 inch mm. monitor oh. and it's like it's, it's like five to ten years old somewhere in that range so yeah. let's say it's one and a half so obviously it's not gonna look as good and the sound issue is like generally when I'm on this monitor, I have a gaming headset on, like not not this one, like a separate one. Mm -hmm. But as I don't know how I would do a, a headset on the Switch. I know you could put there's a headphone jack. 
I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for a headset. I have no idea because there's no Bluetooth or physical option to connect it as far as I can see there, on the Switch. I think there may be an update. They can do Bluetooth now headphones on the Switch, but I don't know for sure. It would have been something they released recently when the old OLEDs came out. So look it so, up. Right. Maybe. These can be wireless. They're in wireless mode right now, but this is more for PC. This is like, there's like a USB and there's, there's like a dock and it has like a little receiver mm. I put into the dock mm. and then it's just Wi-Fi, I think, between the two. My console headset is specifically for Xbox, so it uses some... I think it's still Wi-Fi. I don't... Maybe, maybe it is Bluetooth. So maybe I could hook up... I haven't tried. Mm. But the, I'll, I'll look into the options yeah, the, If anything, the Xbox ones will just... If you have... I know you don't, but if you had a PlayStation one, it probably won't because PlayStation's kind of doesn't want to play with other things in general, <laughs> whereas Nintendo and Xbox stuff, at least nowadays, seem to work a lot better. Obviously, the Xbox stuff works with PC. And uh, you're talking about how it looks better on uh, in handheld mode. It A lot of Switch games look way better in the handheld mode as opposed to docked because they're upscaling and stretching out the textures and that onto, onto uh, your TV. It is upscaling and does it pretty well. But it always looks better in the handheld because that's what it's mostly made for, right? So it makes and, sense. See, I know that. I know those stretched and whatever. Yeah, well, you know? whatever their upscaling is, it doesn't quite, from what I've heard from other people, doesn't quite look so good. And you can definitely mm -hmm. see in certain games some more jaggies than you would as opposed to uh, the handheld versions. And, and oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think, though, in Dock, you might get sometimes better performance out of it because it's not having to turn on the screen and keep the screen turned on. So do you want better performance in certain games or do you want to look better? Uh, you kind of have to balance that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, basically, I just undocked it and played it, like, lying down in bed. Like, mm. not, not like not like flat down, but, you know, like, like you know, like sat up pretty much. Mm. So um, really good fucking game. Um, I do have some thoughts, but I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, how far did you get? Uh, I, I beat it. Oh, you beat it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were still dude, going through. No, dude. Like, I, I, like, I'm not trying to... Well, I am tuning my own horn, but like, I am really fucking good at Metroidvania. So, sa Friday, Saturday, I, be I beat the game. And then Sunday, I, I just got 100% in my save file, so I got every collectible in the game. So, wow, try hard. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. No, dude, it's been so long. Okay, I've been a Metroid fan for a very long time. I played the Nintendo one back in the day when that was like the newest version. I didn't enjoy it. I played the Game Boy one, Samus 2. I enjoyed that. I actually beat that. That was the first one I beat was Samus 2 for the original Game Boy. And I've been a fan ever since. Um, yeah, so... And the only reason as a kid, I couldn't really comprehend Metroid 1 without a map because every single fucking location looks the same. I got so lost. And it's a hard game to start out with. Mm. And you're adding even more difficulty as a kid having to, like, you know, either make a physical map because there was no computers really back in that day. So you'd have to, like, draw a map out with your hand or you'd have to, like, get really fucking good, like, play the game, like, a whole day and kind of just, like, having your short-term memory. Okay, mm. I'm, this is where I'm at. And I, you could... I've been here... I you know, believe there was. Oh no, there was a save feature on Nintendo, wasn't there? There was not. Oh, there was. There was a no. password. There was a password system. Oh, well, but there's but, but there's no save feature. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if the Nintendo version had one or not. No. The the remake does obviously, which mm. is much better game for not just that one reason, but that's that's I want to say the number one reason why. 
Um, anyways, so um, to answer your question, uh, it took me eight hours to beat the game. And it took me, let's say, about two and a half more to get the rest of the items. So I beat the game at 49% items collected. And then I beat the game again at 100%. So generally, a lot of Metro games, once you get 100%, there's an additional scene or two at the ending, but not this one. So not, I was a little disappointed by that. Yeah, I think um, there might be like some, you know, at the end where they kind of show you a splash screen of whatever yes. game. I think that's all it is. Is a couple other small, either you get them all or you have to go through the game and get different endings. But it's just like a little image saying, hey, look, game or whatever. It, it's not. Yeah, much. I was, I, I was, I was about to actually comment on that. Oh, okay. So, so um, I lost my train of thought now. Uh, what Sorry. was the last thing I said? Was You're talking about your ending? Oh, no. You beat the game, you get the one ending, and then... Oh, yeah, yeah, 49%. So that yeah. was with me taking my time. And I, 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 I'm like, oh, I got, like, the worst ending. How how fast? Because this is a thing for every Metroid game. It's like, you know... And this, look, don't shoot the messenger. If you're going to blame anyone for what I'm about to say, blame Nintendo. But the faster you beat the game the more clothes Samus takes off. And that's been a good thing ever since the first Metroid game. But you also get a different ending screen with like, you know, it's if, if you get the worst ending, she's like in her full power suit. If you get a better ending, she's like without a helmet on. If you get the best ending, she's in her like bikini, which is like the thing that she was in before Zero Suit Samus was the, the, the canon mm. thing she had underneath her suit. Like if you died in, Metroid, in Super Metroid, she has say like her black bikini on. The, the zero suit thing wasn't a thing until the remake of the first game. Yeah. So this this little tidbit of information, but yeah. So apparently in the normal version, oh by the way, hard unlocks once you beat normal. I'll I'll, I'll play up through that on stream at some point. But yeah, again, there's something about to bring up. <laughs> um. So normal mode, if you beat it under eight hours, you get the second ending, like the second reveal. And if you beat it under four hours, that's the best possible reveal in terms of the endings. Same thing for hard mode. You beat the game. You get one, beat under eight, you get two, beat under four, you get three. So, yeah. Uh, after I beat the game the first time, I'm like, oh, I'm like eight hours and like 16 minutes. Let me try to optimize my time. And from my, from my save point, I beat the game like three more times in a row. And the closest I could get was like eight hours and two minutes. So I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, if I had spent a little less time exploring, I could have got the, the second ending, but oh well. So <laughs> I'll have to go back. And there's also pictures that unlock. So there's eight areas or nine. There's eight areas in the game total, and well, with collectibles, there's nine technically mm. the last area, but we, we, that doesn't count. So there's eight areas where you, there are collectibles, and if you hundred percent and collect all the items in one area, you unlock a kind of like a picture in the main menu as well. So I got all those unlocked. Um, yeah, really good fucking game. I don't. I had to think about it still if it's my favorite Metro game or not. Probably not, but it's definitely up there. So someone who's played all the games so far, my initial thoughts were, holy shit, does everything, including normal enemies, because remember, I'm playing normal mode, not hard mode, because mm. you, you have to unlock hard mode. Holy shit, does everything do a fuck ton of damage to you, bosses and regular enemies. But at the same time, holy shit, is it, it's never been easier to get a huge chunk of your health back. You just fucking melee counter an enemy shoot once and you get like fucking 150 energy back or something it's ridiculous like that you know yeah, you're rewarded so it's kind of like the counters <laughs> it's it's so strange to have to have a metroid game where like it feels like you're a glass cannon essentially like you can do a fuck ton of damage and get energy quickly but you also take a lot of damage so 
you know what I mean? It's 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 really weird. Like it's, it's not really a positive or negative. It just feels weird to yeah, have the, that. The balance is different from some of the other games, at least according to you, from what you remember from the other games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have I have a lot of thoughts, but I don't want to spoil. Uh, so I'm trying to kind of slow down and like pick my thoughts carefully here. Um, so Nintendo has officially said this is not a spoiler, by the way. I, I guarantee it's not. But Nintendo has said that. This game is the last, not the last Metroid game in general, but the last Metroid game in terms of this concludes Samus's storyline that started with the very first Metroid game for Nintendo. So apparently, yeah, uh, it goes Metroid Nintendo, Metroid 2, Return of Samus for Game Boy originally, uh, then Super Metroid for Super Nintendo, then Metroid Fusion for Game Boy Advance, and now we finally have Metroid Dread for the Switch. So yeah, she's been through on five games on five different consoles. And this is the end of that story specifically, but but it's that's not really a big deal because we have you know some excellent stories in like Prime One, Two, and Three. Those were really I didn't play Three. And didn't have a Wii. Four is supposed to come out eventually. Yeah, yeah, Four is in development apparently, and I hope they release One, Two, and Three at some point. Oh, Again. I, so do I. I want to play. I want to play those, and I want to spend yeah. however much they're asking online for them. <laughs> I haven't played Other M. I have it, but again, no Wii, so uh i haven't played that apparently it's a bad story which i believe but it's still a game it's still a metro game it's still playable metro games mm. so that's all i'm trying to say here it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's the end of, the, of her story in terms of what started like in 1987 or eight i think 88 i forget when metroid one came out but yeah this is the end of her story and uh i'm not sure how i feel about it Again, I can't say more than that without spoiling, but I'm assuming you beat the game, Chris, right? Yeah, I beat the game. Yeah. That, so I, I, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, man, that ending section, the run back to the ship, which isn't yeah. a spoiler because you do that in a lot Every of game them. Has it. But yeah. holy, cr- I, <laughs> I love that one. I love that mm-hmm. run. What you get from that is just so OP and powerful. It's just, yes. Holy crap. To be fair, <laughs> most of like the Metroid games have that. The only the ones I've seen the most of for the ending would be Metroid, would be Super Metroid, the one they do at AGDQ all the time. And do yes. they actually have that? Because I'd never see them really use their weapon. Yes. So, well, do you have to? Um, and I hope. Okay, if you don't get spoiled for Super Metroid, not that it really has a story at all, but it's like it's been over twenty years, people. So yeah, you could talk I'm sorry Super if this is a spoiler for you, but I'm ta- I'm rambling a long time on purpose now just to give you a chance to like jump one or two minutes ahead so if you don't want to get spoiled it's not really a spoiler if you watched agdq or SGDQ, you, yeah. you probably have seen this already regardless so at the very end of the game when mother brain's about to kill you the baby metroid shows up and drains her energy right and then mother brain kills the metroid and then the metroid's corpse falls on you and sam gains the hyper beam from that and that's the only weapon you have and that's what you have to use to defeat mother brain like you don't have a choice yeah so yeah, you have the hyper beam there, and just kind of like just like all the other Metroid games, it kind of breaks through walls and kills enemies in one shot, not counting the boss. Yeah, course, I couldn't but... remember if that was in Super yeah. Metroid or not. It's but... it's it's not as good as the one we get <laughs> in this game. This game, holy shit, it it's is... like fucking Dragon Ball Z. It level. feels it feels like the next level of it. Yes, but it's what with what happens in this game, it kind of makes sense. It would change yes. a little bit. It is yes. so awesome. I ran through that going, oh, this is the best part of the game. This is so much fun going through this where you've been before on this run and 
nothing stands a chance. Even though a lot of things don't stand a chance when you get to the end game anyway. Like once you get the screw attack and stuff like that. But holy crap, it's on a different level. <laughs> yeah, the screw attack in this game literally one shots. And I've, I've, I've tried this. Every single, okay, that's not true. Like all but like one or two normal enemies. Yeah, I believe so. Or you have to and, hit those specific enemies in a certain spot to get rid of them in one shot. Uh, one of them is, is, is that big ass bug who evolves. Yep. You can't one shot him with the screw attack. And the other is one of the robots. You need two screw attacks. But yeah, that's it's, it. it's insane. That's it. You it, that last that last run is so good. So I was getting at the end and like, well, oh, are, we, are they gonna make me do the run through the, this game? And I'm like, oh, can't seem like, oh, maybe not. I'm like, nope, here's the run. Okay, time to go. So, <laughs> but it was good. You're like, damn you, damn you, countdown timer for not letting me play longer in this section, right? Well, kinda, but and I was wondering, are they gonna make me do the run? Because I didn't know if it was a thing in every single. Metroid, at least in those in the last four main ones. So, but it was there. I'm like, but they give you enough time to be able to make it back. It's not that. It's not that. Um, they're not making the the timer like really short no. on purpose. They give you they, plenty of time to get back. They don't so. expect you to speed run it. Yeah, so it's, it's good. It, it's it's just supposed to add a sense of dread. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> to, to, to make to make you feel like okay i have to get the fuck out of here yeah. but no every metro game including the first one had an escape sequence so but it's good yeah i like the metroid 2 was the most chill because there's no timer but aside from that they all had a timer mm -hmm. metroid 2 didn't because just because of the story although it's you you know again metroid 2 this is like a game that came out like in the mid 90s so if it's spoilers for you, skip a minute ahead. And that was your spoiler warning. So again, <laughs> it's not really a spoiler because we just talked about it, but like you find the little, you kill all the Metroids. You just kill the queen Metroid. So she can't lay any more eggs. And then you find one last egg and you, you're about to kill it, but then it hatches and the baby Metroid imprints you as its mother and the it flies baby. around you. Yes. <laughs> so that was the escape sequence. You can't escape without the baby because it needs to eat through certain blocks. Mm. To let to let you go back to your ship, so yeah, that's that's the escape sequence of Metroid Two. That's the only chill one, but the rest of them has a timer. So. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's good. It good. I guess for my only Metroid I played, it defaults gets the number one Metroid game I've played. So. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of cheating, but okay. But oh. anyways, go ahead. I was gonna say in Breath of the Wild, I got on a raft and started sailing away. I'm like, oh. It feels like uh, Wind Whacker. And then she starts sailing around everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, this wind is Whacker. <laughs> yes, the Wind Whacker. And then it came upon an island that I didn't know I was supposed to, I should not go to. It's not labeled or anything, so I didn't know. So, uh, whenever you start, because you haven't started Breath of the Wild. No. No. When you start it, I'm going to have to show you. Or you can look up like a, where where this island is. But there's an island you don't want to go to because it will take away all of your stuff, and you have to def uh, beat the island before you can get all your stuff back. Hmm. And it's a challenge island for you to start at nothing and get back to where you were, and do the stuff up at like three or four hearts at the beginning of the game. Like fuck this, so I just reloaded a, a previous save. <laughs> like I'm not going to that island to do this challenge, so. 
I think I might play Zelda on stream because I want to collect all 900 seeds anyways. So I mean, might as well make and, Is it 900 or 990 seeds? I have no idea. There's but a lot. I hope the game at least tracks them for you, the ones you already picked uh, up. So far, yes. I believe That's it will good. track them all. If you look on your map, there'll be a little symbol that shows a little Korra kind of blob yeah. thing. So you can see where, where you've collected from. Because obviously... I don't want to follow a guide, but like if if I'm like two, if I'm like okay, I have like two left, and I have no idea where they are. It's like oh god, I have to yeah. look through all thousand now to find they're them. They're all over. Them. Once you've seen certain ones, there you will be able to see. You know, oh, you know, this looks like a place that one of them will be, and this looks like a place, right? So there'll be certain ones like that. It's like, but certain ones are gonna be hard for you to find. Like, oh, pick up this rock, and you might find one. It's like oh, fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, that's pick up a random rock. Yeah. And I um, didn't know that they existed under rocks until I picked up a random one to go throw at something. And a car popped <laughs> I'm like, the hell are you doing that? Why are you under there? <laughs> and that's you, not a place and for a seed. For, for all the upgrades for your um for your back for your backpacks and stuff like that, you only need about half of them. So I believe hmm. it's half. It's like four hundred and something. So really the rest are there just to say you've done them. <laughs> all right. So yeah, going back to what I said, uh, I'm pretty, I'm very happy. Metroid Dread was my first uh, Switch game I I played slash completed, so I'm pretty happy with that. I'll I'll come back to it at some point to do normal then hard mode again eventually. Mm. Um, I'm not ready yeah. for hard. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I I beat it as I said. Like I beat the game for nine percent of items in eight hours. I thought that was pretty good, and yeah, I took that's... my time. I wasn't rushing it. That that the Emmys in the game. Uh kind of cheap but but mm. the game the game the game specifically tells you and it's true that the, that they are nearly impossible to counter so i'm like okay i won't try to like counter it by you know seeing it just like every other enemy in the game you have to like anticipate mm. you have to like know when they're about to attack from having been killed by them before so yeah I, I was actually countering the enemies quite often. So there was one time I'm like, I don't know where I should go. And the enemy caught me like four times in a row and I kept countering. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm alive. Yeah, Let me the, keep exploring. Uh, you know? Sometimes the timing is, is just off. And uh, one person in my stream was saying, don't look for the flash of light, but no. listen to the noise. I'm like, I could barely hear the noise when it happens. I, I so, never even did that. I just anticipated it from how, from previous experience. Like the, the second time that the enemy ever caught me, I already counterattacked. It. Yeah, sometimes the timing is a little off. Like I've had them, like, you know how if they'll sit there with the thing, with their arm up, and then they, it will open up, and then it will shoot out. The timing of all those are sometimes different. Yes. So I've had open up and they shoot like a second later, and other yes. times it, their hand will open up, and then you wait three or four seconds, and then it shoots. I'm like, I can't get this timing right for any of these guys. I'm like, screw it. You know, I'm I'm really awful with that, but I'm also bad with like countering in a lot of games, like fighting games and stuff like that. Like my Twitch reactions on that are are bad. So in general, the Emmys bother me on trying to get that. Not that they're the, bad, uh, I just find them to be meh. You know the the what was I gonna say? Shit. <laughs> Emmys counter timing. I'm just throwing out words here to help you. Oh, now I remember. Um, so. <laughs> They they have like three or four different animations, mm -hmm. and and both counters are tied to the same animation. So as long as as you're like, oh, okay, it's this one, but I didn't die often enough to them to kind of learn them. I I just noticed that some and there's one that's underwater, and that timing is way fucking off. It's like 
That one I couldn't counter at all the underwater Emmy because I'm like, okay, this is, he's super slow. Yeah, that like the animations, seem... the animations are the same speed, but the countering is like it feels different, a lot you know? slower because you're yeah. underwater. Maybe they want that effect, but it feels way off. Yeah, <laughs> so that one killed me every fucking single time. <laughs> that one specifically, so I didn't stand a chance against that one. But yeah, uh, the, there's this one underwater section where oh, there's some new power ups as there are in most Metro games. Most of them are pretty cool. I didn't like the fact that in this game that the super missile is just a replacement for the missile. Mm-hmm. I did not like that. Yeah, I because wasn't it, sure if that was what it was in the other games. No. Well, a, the super missile is supposed to be its own separate and ammunition, uh, ammunition. And like basically a super missile it does five times the damage of a missile. Mm. That's what's supposed to be. And it opens its own doors, which is typically green. At least they were in Super Metroid. Yep. Um you know, so I was a little disappointed by that. Um, th- one of the power-ups seems to have been a waste of time. It's just like a double jump. But it's the second you get space jump, you have like infinite double jumps. So it's like, kind of like I don't see what, what the point of this like, yeah, mid-tier upgrade was. Don't you get the was. double jump like fairly late or fairly close-ish to the space jump? Not quite, yeah. but I felt yeah, that you got you the do. double jump pretty late compared to the other stuff. Because you go through like fire and the water and that... And then near the end of the water, you finally get double jumps. Like, this is really late. I could have used this sooner. <laughs> One really cool section that they never did in the Metro game was, well, underwater. But, like, under underwater, specifically after you get the space jump, which, as long as you time it correctly and you're doing a flip jump with Samus, you can do infinite jumps. But the game tells you, hey, you can't, underwater specifically, you can't gain height with the, with the infinite jumps. You can maintain your height if you time it correctly. Mm. But you can't gain height specifically. That's a game mechanic. So there's a lot of underwater sections where you had to use that mechanic. That's never been done in the Metro game. That was fucking cool. I enjoyed that. That was yeah. that was a very unique well, underwater experience. That this space jump really messes me up. I can't again with it's the twitch timing. time. Yeah, and I'm not good with timing. So every time, a lot, not every time, but I'd say about forty percent, I would fail trying to do space jump. I'd be, ah, oh, come on, game, let me do it. I'm hitting the time. I will right. say. It's like a bicycle. I, I struggle. So I played Game Boy Samus 2 mm-hmm. as a kid, and I str- I was the same way. But once you get the timing, yeah, literally, it's like riding a bike. Like I can like play it like how many years later and still do it yeah, without the, no problem. Near the end once of the game, the I was getting it like eighty percent of the time. But at That's first, good. like the double jump messed me up way more than the space jump. Space jump felt a lot, a little bit better because it's not quite mashing, but you could get I get the timing a lot better as opposed to the, the double rhythm. jump. You have to wait till a specific height able to do it i'm like jump jump no jump jump no come on i'm hitting the button game just give it mm-hmm. to me oh make the window a little bit bigger for me please <laughs> so but that's just an issue with me really i'm not good with yeah. the timings <laughs> so it's interesting because like the ice beam used to be like an upgrade for a beam but ever since mm-hmm. fusion when you get metro dna they're like oh you can't use ice beam now so they're like in, in fusion it was a whole storyline thing they're like how so we need the ice beam, but you can't use the ice beam. So how the hell do we get around this? And then I think Adam and, and Fusion comes up with the idea, hey, why don't we just instead of attaching it to your beam, attach it to your missiles? So now you have ice missiles ever since Fusion. And, mm. and that's a something they, they kept here in Metro and Metroid Red. So I found that interesting. I thought she would have they would have in the meantime, because Fusion, she just got her new well, not new suit, but like she had the surgical procedure to like alter her suit because mm. of the expert sites in that game. But in this game, um, yeah, she still suffers from the same problem, which I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting. I know she still has Metroid DNA, but I, I thought her they would have 
found some workarounds with her suit because I know her suit's intrinsically tied to her like body slash DNA whatever. But like I thought they would have had some time to to work on a solution. But no, so you're still stuck with ice missiles. Mm. Um, so that I know that it's okay. But yeah, missiles in this game, like it seems to be a trend. Every Metroid game that comes out, it seems like missiles become more of a streamlined weapon. It's like almost your main weapon once you have enough of them. Because you just get them back so easily from countering. Like I said before. In this game. Once you counter, yeah. you get like all your missiles back essentially. Assuming you didn't like run out, you know. Yeah, in this game so, you get tons of health and missiles from counter. So your beam doesn't doesn't become like your main one almost. <laughs> yeah. And here and here's the thing. I I was contemplating the whole playthrough. Should I open my right here? Should I open my amiibos and use because I tried to scan them and because I'm like Okay, the amiibos have like the cardboard back that you have to like peel open, you know, with the display plastic, mm. and that's how you get them out. I'm like, I don't want to get them out. I want them to be sealed, but I <laughs> want to use their power ups. So I was like, I was going back and forth, and by the time I didn't even make a decision, I'm like, oh, the game's finished. Okay, well. <laughs> well, the, okay. and so you're wondering, like, how far away do these have to be away from the switch to scan the yes. amiibo? <laughs> yes, I tried to scan them through the through the plastic; it didn't let me. But oh. um, <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, to you're missing one little health bar. Like, I have 100 percent of items in the game collected, and I'm still missing one little health bar. So there's one spot for the hundred health, and then the missiles. I think I'm like at 275 which is a really strange number. So I would hmm. be at 285 if I scanned the Amiibo. But I, that's a really strange number because most Metroid games, you have a max missile count of 255, which, as you know, Chris, is like... like the, the, the item of, number limit in games. Yeah, because <laughs> exactly. Like if, if, they were, if they were to increase it to, to uh, 256, it would take more memory. But anything from 1 to 255 is the same amount of memory and storage. So... Yeah. That's why 255 was like the magical number back in the day because they had to really optimize the storage. Now 275 seems like a really strange number for missiles. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I'm still thinking if I should open it up or not. But at this point, I think I should have it sealed. You should. But I don't know. It's up to you. If you want to keep them sealed, do that. Just get an NFT uh, faker <laughs> thing. So you could just have all the... Uh, not NFT thinker, uh I was like what NFT. You you're making. I thought you're making a joke. That's why I was laughing. No, sorry. <laughs> NFT. <laughs> What's it called? The uh, chip stuff. The, the, yeah, the scan thing. I'll have to look into. Well, that, I don't remember. Honestly. I don't remember what it's called, but there is a way that you could fake the uh, signal coming from the different amiibo signals, whatever. Yeah. They were called not NFT. I bet if I get NFTs on the brain, because <laughs> of all the bloody stories coming out recently because of them. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. So, yeah, moving on. Wow, I talked about Metroid for a long time. Um, what else have I been up to? So I've also been playing... I, I've streamed some Hollow Knight on the weekend on Sunday. Um, yeah, I got pretty... Well, I got the second and third endings in that game, and then I did a bunch of other things. So that was that was a wow. really good stream. I made a lot of progress. Um, I did some of the Pantheon. So I'm just trying to look at what else I did. I know I did more. Oh, um, so... I did decide. Oh, sorry. Hang on. On Friday, I saw Spider Man on opening day. I saw you tweet something about getting tickets. Yeah. So I was really excited because by when I was off at work, there's still a ticket or two. I'm like, oh, sweet. So I saw Black Widow. Like, I, I know, I know you hate theaters, Chris, but I saw mm. Black Widow in theaters like a month, maybe six weeks or so after it first came out. 
and there was like three people in the theater including me i'm like oh this isn't so bad because when you book a ticket on cineplex which is in canada or like movie theater up here it literally puts like a radius around you in a circle it's like okay all these seats are reserved around you no one can book them for your safety i'm like oh that's that's actually really good and that's why there's like three people in the theater probably i'm like okay i can accept this this is not as bad as i thought so i thought with spider-man they're gonna have the same thing oh, so I'm no. like, okay let me book my ticket online okay sweet so then i get there i'm like okay so I got there really early because they said, you know, you have to. Sh- so at the door, they're checking if you're double vaxxed and you have to show your proof. In Ontario, you can have like a, you can just show your phone and they can scan it or whatever. Um, so I did that and I got my ticket. And I still was like ending up waiting quite a while. I got there too early. So I, I went in and then some group comes to the right of me. I'm like, okay, they must have the seats to the right of me. I was expecting at least one seat between everyone, at least. The group, like, one guy sits beside me. I'm like, oh, okay, well, oh. maybe he's, like, sitting in an empty spot and someone's going to ask him to move. And then, when, like, 10 minutes before the movie starts, a couple, like, a guy and a girl come, like, to my left, and the girl sits down beside me. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I can't tell people <laughs> to move if they pay for their tickets, right? I can't. So these are apparently their tickets. And, like, the whole row I was in was, like, people. I'm like what the fuck is this? Because no one had their mask on because of popcorn and drinks and all this. I took my mm. mask off because I wasn't expecting anyone to be literally right beside me. So I'm like, well, this this is fucking ridiculous. I I hate this. So it didn't ruin the movie for me, but I always had in the back of my head the entire time. So anyway, Spider-Man, really fucking good. Two and a half hours. R- worth your time to go see. Even, even if you, you haven't been following... MCU Spider-Man exploits. It's still a good movie. Mm. Uh, I can't say my thoughts any. I have much deeper thoughts than that, and how they did things. But you don't want to say. I can't say anything for spoilers. All I'm all I can say is it's really fucking good, and I don't regret going seeing it in terms of like if it was a good movie. I regret going seeing it because of the fucking situation I was in, Mm. but not because of the movie itself. The movie had no faults in that regard. So was it either pretty. Well, I am assuming. Yeah. It was opening day. But again, I don't think that was a stupid mistake on my part, yes, but I don't think it was entirely my fault because the expectation, specifically because they told me the first time, was oh, we're gonna have all these tickets around yeah, or yeah. not tickets, seats around you. That's what it's supposed to be, but Yes. And they didn't because it was fucking opening night. But they had like all the theaters practically playing Spider Man like there was like, I don't know, like maybe like 30 showings on Friday on, op- on, on opening day. And of course, the one I go to after work, I like, by the way, it started like 9.45 p.m. Mm. on a Friday night. I thought it would have been like a little more cool oh. down by then, you know? You'd also think that they would have given at least one seat of room between everyone. For That's this. what they're supposed to. So. At first, I was going to say something to the guy. That's with that group on my right. But I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll just, for now, I'll just wait and see. Worst comes to worst, you can move over one seat. <laughs> but then the exactly. other couple came right Exactly. Next. Exactly. So I'm like, I can't tell people to move from the seats they bought because then I would have to, because like I, I would be in the same situation, right? Mm-hmm. They can't tell me to move. I can't tell them, like, we bought our, t- our tickets. I'm like, this fucking sucks. But no, uh, long story short, at work, we took rapid tests on on Tuesday. Wait, no, sorry, on Monday. On Monday. So today's Wednesday. Yeah, on Monday. We took rapid tests because we had our Christmas party yesterday on Tuesday. So 
yeah, I took a rapid test the next day. I was fine. So that's good to know. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's not good, and this is kind of what ties into the story, is um, so in Ontario. Okay, well, let me back up. So our Christmas party was supposed at work was supposed to be at like a locate like at the hotel like down down the street from us, right? Mm. But then they Ontario um, introduced new restrictions in the province here. So as of Sunday, you're not allowed to gather uh, gatherings of ten or more people. And we're, and we're like, well, shit. Okay, now we have to have our party at work. And they're like, okay, because of these new restrictions, they gave everyone a rapid test to do for the next morning, not not for the same day, but for the next morning to make sure we could at least sit with each other while eating. Like, not like right next to each other, but you know what I mean? Like sit down like in the general area while eating for the party and all this. And one of the people that I was talking to actually, one of, one, uh, someone I was talking to at work, he actually got confirmed that he had, he had, it said he had COVID, but then the supervisor was like, okay, do another rapid test in front of me. He did. It came up negative. And he's like, okay, do another one in front of me. It came back negative again. So we're thinking, hopefully, it was, it was a false positive mm. for him because he's also, he's already had COVID in the past. So that further reduces the chances he has it. So yeah, uh, he's getting a test and we'll find out tomorrow. But see my jacket about, sorry, right there. Mm. It's an, it's in a it's in the bag in front of the door, like a plastic bag and sealed. So I, you know, so he was talking to me in the morning. We were talking about Spider Man for ten minutes. Like he came to my work area. We talked, and then he sat down on on a chair I wasn't using at the time that had my jacket on it. So yeah, that's why my jacket's in the bag here. It's being quarantined. Apparently, if I leave for seventy two hours, it'll be fine after seventy two hours. So I'll still give it a wipe down once I open it up eventually, but. Yeah, yeah just, um, just be a little safe in case. <laughs> so that's so. that's the situation I've been. So we'll find out tomorrow. He he, he I think he would should have went on Monday, but he went yes uh, today. Mm. Sorry, sorry, hang on. No, no, sorry. Today's Wednesday, so he she should he should went yesterday, but he went today to get his not rapid test, but like the regular test. Yeah, the that's more, pretty conclusive. Yeah, yeah. So we'll know tomorrow if he has it or not. So. I may not have to even clean this up. I can just open it up and be done with it at that point. So, yeah. Um, so that kind of sucked because then our party was like really lame because everyone had to like work, like eat at their workstations by themselves pretty much. <sighs> so it was free food, free drinks. They they served alcohol, so I can't complain too much about that. Hmm. Um, what else have I been up to? Uh, I streamed It Takes Two yesterday with Mandy. We got pretty far. So shouts, shouts yet again to you Mandy for got, listening got to this. to the squirrel section. Yes, you saw that. I you like were on stream for that. I'm glad you saw that. You, I knew you would have liked the squirrel section. The thing is, my PC is such a piece of shit. It doesn't run that game. It's not a graphically intensive game, but my laptop's like from 2013. Mm. So it's like think, almost a decade. And I think uh, in terms of mechanics from all the ones I've seen in that game, that section has my favorite mechanics because you two are actually working together to yep. take care of the situation. One shooting explosive goop everywhere, or I guess explosive honey, I guess we'll say. And the other person has a basically grenade launcher type weapon that can explode. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you saw her weapon, but it's all, it's, it's just a gun that shoots matches. Okay, that's what it, I, I wasn't it, sure what it was shooting. Yeah, because so. we're, we're, we're tiny. So the matches are like 
of the size of us essentially yeah, okay. <laughs> like use the gun to like ignite them as they come out i guess that you know? makes sense but yeah it's yeah i think in terms of all the mechanics i've ever seen in that game which i haven't seen all of them that's the one that actually has you guys mm-hmm. really working together i guess the other one was like, you know, with the nails and that like your first section that's more like for platforming help whereas yeah this one's more we need to work combat. together definitely for combat so it's got it's the same kind of helping but in a different type of situation <laughs> so it's a really good fucking game every world i think there's eight or nine in total every world you have a unique mechanic and the mechanics are different between the players mm-hmm. i've so, seen that i didn't think the game was as long as it is or oh, as many worlds as it is so yeah it's <laughs> it's much longer than the other two games that they made which is brothers the tales of two sons and the other one was a way out that's yeah. one where you're two inmates and you're trying to obviously escape um so yeah it's it's that's a much larger game there's a lot of good humor. Dr. Hakim, the book is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Hakim. I've never seen uh, the ending of that game, so. <laughs> okay. Um, I have thoughts about the ending, but I, I, I won't say them here. Um, so, yeah, last time I, I played, I played as as May, which is the, the girl. Mm-hmm. And Mandy's playing as her now. I'm not sure if you saw Mandy's stream, but she's actually cosplaying as May. She put on a blue wig and had some her glasses on i'm like oh that's fucking awesome now she's saying i need a little twig above my head because i'm playing as a dude this time so i'm like she's like yeah you need to get that i'm like okay (laughs) just uh, Just like a little like 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 sprout or like leaf or like flower or something not flower but like you know like Mm. leaf on my head but like the guy does so i'm like okay i should (laughs) so yeah she she's she's an awesome person uh it was it was fun so uh what else i think i think that's it uh there's something i saw a show i don't remember oh come back to me but yeah that, that's that's basically that's all i've been up to hmm. um oh oh so i started marvel's avengers the video game because it was free on game pass i'm like you know what i just saw spider-man i realize he's not in this version he's only on the playstation not on a pc or xbox or switch but i'm like you know what i it's why not it's free and it's it's whatever so i i i had the urge i don't regret starting it i'm like oh this is actually a really well for single player the campaign this is actually a really fucking good story and it's it's really fucking well made so far i'm actually fairly impressed with it uh chris i'm not trying to convert you to play it please don't think that but all i'm gonna say here is that you would fucking love playing as the hulk in this game (sighs) he he his mechanics are a fucking amazing you feel like the hulk each character in this game feels different from the Avengers. You know, he he is just fucking powerful. Like he has a rage meter and all this. I'm like, yeah, yeah Chris, Chris would enjoy playing as Hulk I've in this game. I've seen this, but then I've also seen the mechanics of the game and said no. And I've also seen what the Hulk looks like and just went no. Well, of course he looks terrible. That's why you have to buy costumes for him, right? <laughs> that's yeah, me being sarcastic. So, I'm being so, sarcastic. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say. So that's why they put them in. They put in yes. a more comic book and cartoon look that I would like more, as yes. opposed to the movie version. <laughs> so, yeah. one one of the free perks I got from Game Pass is a lot of like, you know, cosmetic DLC, and I have a a few cosmetic DLCs for this game for free. Mm, so, of course, I can't complain. So yeah, once I've... once I go, go ahead, on. go on, go on, go on. So yeah, I'm playing through the campaign. Uh, again, the story—if you just treat it like a single-player game, at least—I'll I'll have my thoughts on the multiplayer part once I get to it. But the single-player game, the campaign, 
is actually a really good fucking good story. The story has never been done as far as I know before in the Marvel's game. So it surprised me who the story focused around. And it's not the Avengers. It's okay. actually Is it the villains you're talking about? For Marvel's Avengers? No. No, for the game. Or the guys. main character. Main character. Yes. That I actually appreciate that. I... That's not what I was talking about just now, but that's also something that Oh, sorry, I thought you said that. the... Sorry, I must have misheard. No, 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 no. I'm just saying this, the, the whole storyline in general. I wasn't speci oh, okay. specifying a yeah. single person, just the storyline. What happens at the very start hasn't mm, been done yeah. before. But in terms, yeah, in terms of who they focus on, I actually think they did a fucking amazing job on that. I, I can't complain. really like that character, actually. I didn't think I would like yes. him that much. Same. So, Same. Uh, it's... But, you know, the story, at once you know where it's going, you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense. We know where this kind of going, at least what I would think, right? But focusing on that main character, I think, was a, a good choice, especially if they want to help build up uh, new characters. I agree. I agree. Um, I'm not sure for... I mean, god damn it. I don't think this is a spoiler for us to say who it is, because... I don't think it is. Look, they, I think they're if you look, If you look at the cover art of the game, Obviously, you can tell who it is, right? <laughs> you can see you can see the launch Avengers. You can see Hawkeye. You can see the other Hawkeye, Cape Bishop, and you can see Black Panther's a DLC. I would say characters. there's another Hawkeye, but yeah, there is. <laughs> there's 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 Cape Bishop. There's Clint mm. Barton as the two Hawkeyes. There's Black Panther. It's all free DLC, so you have three optional characters, and then you have the Avengers from the movie, and then you also have Miss Marvel. I was so say, obviously, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> but that's yes, Squirrel Girl. No, she's not in this game, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, Miss Marvel's who it focuses on. Her name is Kamala Khan. She's oh, and her father at the start of the game. It's the same voice actor. Like as you know, Chris, I'm very good with recognizing voices. Mm. And her father is the same guy who plays the father of Raj in the Big Bang Big Bang Theory, or in, from Seinfeld. He's also Abu or Apu. No, not not Apu. Abu. You very, very bad man. Oh, I think I know who that... Okay. Papu, I... Papu. Remember, like, it's like they got his mail mixed up, so he got deported from Seinfeld. He's no. like, you very, very bad man. He's I... like, Babu, Babu. I, I think That's I remember him. seeing a bit of that clip. I don't watch Seinfeld. I've seen okay. maybe five episodes in total. and just went, meh. <laughs> but <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, he plays Raj's father in The Big Bang Theory as well. Never so watch that basically... Either. Basically, if there's like a father figure, like a little Middle Eastern man, it's this guy. Mm, essentially, he's yeah. he's like he's like that one stereotype, and they, he, I guess he doesn't mind being casted that way. So he does a really good job as as your father because the yeah the first part of the game he plays Kamala Khan, and she's she's amazing. I, I love her. She yeah. she has a really good personality. So you you very... eventually, I think. Sorry, go on. Well. I'm our, I, you know, I I have control of the Hulk now, but she's still fun to play as because, as you can see on the on the tile screen of the game, or even like the the box art, mm. uh, you know, she can stretch her limbs, make her hands bigger or feet or whatever, make herself bigger, you know. So that's 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 a power. I'm like, oh, this just sounds like Mister Fantastic. Yeah, but, but then you play as her, and they're like, oh, this isn't actually that bad. Yeah, it's but fun. I don't think they could have put Mister Fantastic in yet. I think there's still legal issues with that. So, uh, well, she was they a own hero Fox now, right? Yes, but I think there's still some type of issue. I don't know for sure. Don't quote me on that. But there's still some kind of legal BS in terms of that and movies. So I, 
But I don't know, maybe that's cleared up and maybe we'll actually see them and the X-Men in the next launch of these movies. Because that's what people want. They You, you want the X-Men because there's a ton of mutants in there. And the Fantastic Four are like the first mutant group. So, it'd be nice to have them back in the MCU, right? <laughs> yeah. So people, or you MCU know how... proper, I mean. <laughs> you know how Doctor Strange was in this, this is not a spoiler, but he was in the Spider-Man movie, obviously, mm-hmm. as we've seen in all the trailers. That's not a surprise. And it's not a surprise either that his movie's coming out and, you know, it kind of like the two stories are intermingled. Like, not at the same time, but like one happens after the other. Mm-hmm. So we know his movie's called Doctor Strange and, oh shit, something about the multiple universes or something. Something So like people... That. So, and I'm saying this at a time before the movie is out. So if you're watching this in the future and this ends up being a spoiler, that's not my fault. Okay. I'm not a time traveler, but apparently, apparently one of the theories is um, that because of his mingling with the dimensions and all this, as we've already seen from the trailers of Spider-Man, we know, we know you have villains from like the Sam Raimi universe and the Andrew Garfield universe, right? Mm. We've seen that in the trailer. We know they exist like Doc Ock. Green Goblin, Electro. We know they're in the new Spider-Man from the trailers. So people are thinking, okay, so Doctor Strange kind of is not maybe directly responsible. You could argue that. It doesn't really matter. But he's responsible in some sort of doing this. Like he has the power to do this. So people are thinking, okay, maybe after his movie, it's kind of like the the, the, the way that Marvel opens the door to introduce X-Men or, or Fantastic Four in the MCU. So I'm like, you know what? That's actually, if they're going to do it at all, and yes, this would be their perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to do it. You know what they need to do? They need to have that, you know, you know, them do the multiple universe theory, and they should bring back the Hoff. And, the Hoff? Yeah, David Hasselhoff. Oh, God. And bring him back <laughs> as the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. <laughs> as an old, yes. old, beat-up, battered version of him, and have yes. him with his younger version, who is... Uh, Younger, big air quotes. They're all old. I was going to say, young air quotes, or I guess cooler version, we'll say, who is, uh, who was it now? Uh, Who's in the, the actor. These motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, thank you. And have Samuel L. Jackson with him. We could have the old white hot, uh, (laughs) David Hasselhoff playing playing him as well. And then they can acknowledge those old, terrible movies. And even in the comics, it's it's pinging pong back and forth of if Nick Fury is a white guy or if he's a black guy. And we guy, can have know? Lou Ferrigno come back as the Hulk. Yes, that's what I want. I want Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. You know, I was saying this. I was saying this to someone at work. I've seen every single Marvel movie except the first Hulk movie. Oh, I mean the the original the the one like twenty twenty oh four. Yes. Yes. Um... I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, you and can... there's. I think I I didn't see the second Hulk movie either. I think I missed that. I never as watched well. that one, but the first one you could skip. There's a because of those two movies. There's a reason why they didn't do the uh, any other Hulk live action movies and just put them lo- as mostly cameos in the others. Right, right. Because those two they screwed up so bad. <laughs> At least the first one I know definitely. So, uh. so uh. God, okay. I don't know if this is a spoiler. Uh, there's an after credit scene in Shang Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Okay, as uh, there is a lot, a lot of these. So this isn't this isn't relevant to the actual. It's not okay. Now that I think about it, it's not a spoiler. But still, if you don't want to know the fun little scene that happens at the end of Shang Chi, if you haven't seen that yet, 
skip skip a minute ahead. I I I'm gonna be talking about for more than sixty seconds here, starting now. But basically, there's a scene where Shang Chi and 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 the lead female in the movie they meet a couple of the Avengers. They meet uh, an older Bruce Banner, like not like overly aged, but like he has like gray hair now. That's it. And mm. they meet Miss uh, Captain Marvel uh, to hologram. And so they're talking and then, yeah, Bruce. So, and Bruce still has his arm bandaged up from, and from Endgame. So, but Bruce Banner is still, still kicking it in the universe technically. So yeah. Well, it um, depends on where they go with that universe. Cause Hulk lives for like a long time. I think he outlives or almost outlives uh, Wolverine in but, some of the comic book stuff. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say, he's he's Bruce Banner. Like in, in, in the whole movie, he was the Hulk. Remember? Yeah, like I, powered I, down. Yeah, I know he's now Banner again. Well, I haven't watched those movies, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, he he said he said okay, so the spoilers end here. But he said in Endgame that he merged his two minds together. Apparently, so I don't think it matters which form he's in anymore. Right. So, anyways, I forget which that was the long Basic, tangent. I'm yeah, sorry. Basically, he has control now over his two forms. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry I ranted for so long. This is the longest I've ever ranted on the podcast. I've never took this long to talk about what I've been up to. So you can blame me for this this week. But assuming you're done, Chris, if you have any final well, thoughts, go for it. But... You know, I could tell you what I haven't been up to. Okay. I haven't gone onto Grinder. <laughs> And appeared on a YouTube video of a you, to catch a predator type oh, video. I'll, I'll and where the caught, fuck are you going with that? And get caught on uh, caught on video wearing a PlayStation Five t shirt of the company I used to work for and have recently been fired for. Like, wait, 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 was he fired as a result of this? I thought that oh, was the yeah. case. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. He was. Okay. He most definitely was. <laughs> I, when, when you said used to work for him, I'm oh like, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying used to because at the time of this time of the report going up, he is mm -hmm. he was fired. So he is now a previous uh, Sony exec. <laughs> so if any of you are thinking, "What the fuck is Chris talking yes, about?" Like please. I was, we, we actually jumped into the first news story. <laughs> I was wondering if we should dive into this or the Marvel thing first, but yeah. you know, naturally. A, a, a nice little slide into the first news story quickly. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like how you phrase that. You, you okay. don't like that. But yes, a um, now former ex PlayStation uh, executive George Capiopo, uh was caught on a to catch a predator uh, YouTube like channel called I think People versus Preds, and he, apparently he was there to meet or he was caught outside his so sorry he was caught on a youtube video um apparently having found someone on a grinder that said his uh there to get to fuck sorry jesus i am so, so bad with my words please no it's, it, it's I, all right so basically I, he was uh he was caught on a youtube like a just like a like a random YouTuber, well, not random, but like, you know, just like a non-authoritative figure yes. YouTube video, uh, basically hoping to meet a 15-year-old boy. I believe he was saying on... he went by the name of Jeff. <laughs> Instead okay. of, yeah, they like walked up to him, referred to him as Jeff or whatever, and then he probably got up and like tried to go into his house while not talking to the camera. Mm -hmm. But 
He was at the location in front of the house he said he was going to. He referred to himself as Jeff, I believe, which was everything that was on all of their uh, talkings between him to meet up with a 15-year-old boy. Yep. So apparently uh, Sony... Okay, apparently, okay, this whole thing is still being looked into because this yep. happened on the 3rd of December. So this is all alleged, even though he's clearly on camera. Yeah, so but apparently he was already fired, and mm. I'm not trying. To, I'm it's from Sony, but again, I'm not trying. Please don't think I'm trying to defend him. Like I'm not, like at all. But at the same time, I I would I would give him due diligence only because we've seen YouTubers prank people before. You know, I'm not saying this is fake. I'm just saying, you know, like like look, look what happened to what's his name Paul whatever like in that Japanese forest. You know, it's kind of like kind of like that level of like you have to like you know be a little scrutinized in terms of like don't always believe a youtuber just because they're popular or whatever it's like give this guy a chance to defend his actions he's probably guilty i know that like the evidence speaks for itself yeah, but you, you know i'm saying there could be like a super weird circumstance we're not thinking about you know we should never kind of think of oh guilty 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 you know because why you know it, it, again i'm not trying to defend him i'm just saying like this is fucking terrible and hopefully sony didn't fire him before they found out all the facts, but if all the facts are in are you know like all in order and they all look correct, then yeah, fire well, that asshole. In in a lot of cases, for you know, other than you know, if there was a mistake, right? In a lot of cases, if they fired someone properly as fast as they did, it usually means people knew things were up. Okay. Well, I mean, again. I'm not saying that because we don't have any proof of that. It's just you know, usually when a company goes, all right, he's gone like, immediately, it's because. Either people didn't like him or people knew stuff was going on. And right. now they have like, an excuse to get rid of him. Look at, I'm not <laughs> sure. Like, I, I don't particularly follow this YouTuber, but like I know of him. Pro Jared. Um, oh, Pro he, Jared, yeah. Yeah, so he actually went off of YouTube for like a year because his, I don't know, his girlfriend or wife or whatever had false accusations and everyone believed her. And he wasn't able to prove his, his innocence until like a year later. Now he's back on YouTube doing his thing, but he couldn't do his his work, his YouTube thing for a whole year because people believed his wife even though she ended up being the one who was lying mm. and everyone assumed he and he he made and this is something i've always agreed with he he always he made a youtube video addressing this and he's like you know what don't jump on people just because you think they're guilty you know wait until all the facts are out and i couldn't agree with him more that's all i'm trying to say for this situation so yeah. i hope people aren't trying to think i'm defending him i'm not i'm just saying especially as a youtuber don't take that as like hardcore evidence you know because mm -hmm. it's not most of the time again we saw his face sure but like you know there's again like again i'm not trying to look for excuses but they say there's like six of you in the world or you know that look exactly like you you know yeah that's i mean that's 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 that's, that's, that's one possibility another possibility is this you, this video could have been edited and he could have been set to look back on you know there's there's other possibilities but if he got fired and sony's sure about this and yeah yeah i mean up. It is being looked at from by the San Diego Police for cr Internet Crimes Against Children uh, Police Force. So yes, they'll be obviously good. looking into it. Uh, we'll see what comes of this. So I just found this and was like, wow, okay, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's heavy. That's pretty big. I don't have much else other than we'll probably hear an update on this if not i mean he was fired for for this it just seems suspect that they 
got rid of them right quick. So usually that to me it says someone might have known something was going on. No proof though. And I'm sure yeah. you won't get an update other than we fired him because of the video. And if he gets reinstated, they'll have an apology to mm -hmm. him or if or whatever. But I did not see this video. I saw a video of another person who got fired. That was part of, I think it was NVIDIA. And this would happen like a few months ago. So kind of the same type of video. And if this video was the same, they kind of like these guys' YouTube video kind of goes through the entire, uh, you know, uh, chat history with the with the person then they go to meet them uh, and catch them with GoPro at the location and try to talk to them and of course you know the people leave or are caught and they try to leave like no one's gonna stick around for that right but that person was also fired from NVIDIA and whatever so I don't know what came of that in terms of like police actions but yeah these these things happen i don't know how many people this youtube channel has apparently caught but i mean it is a youtube channel and not an actual authority it's not like yes. chris hansen having the actual police i believe he had a police force with him eventually to catch these guys but yeah it's it doesn't look good for for uh, no. george <sighs> and the fact that a, a couple at least a couple different uh authoritative figures like you said like uh the pedophilia unit or whatever it is and yeah. the the regular police are looking into it then that's good because then it's in the right hands not the hands of, I'm, i appreciate what the youtuber did to find the evidence but after that it should go to the proper authorities just to make sure due diligence is being done and it looks like it is so yeah i'm sure he's guilty we'll probably hear back yeah we don't know what kind of work is being done on the police's task force to find these people in general but i'm sure that a lot of this will be looked into legally now through the police force but yeah but we dive into that just whoop <laughs> yeah pretty Ooh. much uh well chris i guess since you mentioned it already we should jump into the story about the uh about uh uh marvel mmo coming out or at least being worked on yeah this uh, is so... like came this news came out about a month ish ago now yeah we just forgot yep. to bring it up with all the other news stories we did i'm actually a little surprised i forget because i'm the one who kind of found this yeah like, oh, i, I think we talk about this. i think we kind of wanted to talk about this based on us having put at least a little bit of time into the other two games these guys worked on yes yes so uh the, so they're coming out with a new marvel mmo and by they it's the devs who have made um more recently DC Universe Online, which is actually doing very well. I think it's like in its close to 10 years. I could be wrong. It's like still probably up? close to 10 years. It's still up, dude. Wow. And also they made in the past City of Heroes, which I love. again now now it's gone, but there are people who have like unofficial servers up. And yeah, me and Chris, we 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 played this for a month or two just for fun, like not really hardcore. Yeah. And this game just like so you can make you used to be able to make like any superhero like customization like which powers do you want what do you want them to look like mm -hmm. how tall how skinny we literally made the two of us i think your brother was included so the three of us made like a like a power ranger group yeah we were the uh, hero rangers <laughs> and literally we just like it was just like only like three of us so like we just like you know you could strike like a heroic pose in town like kind of like you know like like this and we all did like this sort of pose i remember it i remember i think i was a red ranger and i was like the big big buff tank like i made my guy like a like a tank mm. like a the guy who takes damage in, i was pink ranger <laughs> yes 
I think you're a healer, if I recall correctly. Yeah, and I had a bow as my weapon. <laughs> yes, and I, I had I had the sword as my weapon for the Red Ranger, and then I forget what your brother did. But the the funny thing about well, we, this, we also had a bunch of people. And they saw us pose. Yes, go, I was about go. to say that. Okay, we, they saw the three of us. Are like, oh my god! So they made literally new characters to stand with us. So we had the whole Power Ranger array. plus a bunch I'm of like, others. We had, like, is... <laughs> we had black and blue and purple. Yes. We had Silver Rangers, Gold Rangers, just everyone trying to figure out what our uh, loadout was for our characters and we had a whole team with us and we rolled through the game for a little while just having fun with people <laughs> yes it was one of the most amazing game experiences unexpected ones i've ever had in my life it was fucking amazing to I, have that. I really love that my issue with the, the dc one is i went to go play that going their character customization is nowhere near as good as serial heroes no. and villains no. I like Zero, 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 geez, I guess speak proper. I love City of Heroes and Villains just for the fact of how much customization you could do for your, how your character looked and moved. I'm like, this is so awesome. And then I went to go play DCU and I went, I could be knockoff Batman number 242. Pretty awesome. much. And I felt the customization lacking. Now, yes, they don't want you to play as Superman. They don't want you to be a Batman, but... The customization lacked so much. They had so many assets they could have used or tweaked from City of Heroes and Villains and just mm -hmm. moved them over because they were shutting down Heroes and Villains because of the DC game, I believe, right? I think. But yeah, um, they could have reused a lot of assets. I, I, I don't know why it got shut down. I thought there was the legal reason why. I believe but so, I, but I'm pretty sure they could have still used a lot of those assets. Yeah, but but anyways, uh, oh, by <laughs> the way, I just, I just looked it up and... Um, DC Online uh, launched in January 11th, 2011. So it'll be 11 years coming up in a few days. Well, Ooh, in like a couple of weeks. Like pretty close. Day. Wow. Two or three weeks, yeah. I didn't think so, it was yeah. still up. I thought it was. It's still up, man. It's still up. Uh, they're still releasing new content. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I have it installed on my hard drive because it's easy achievements. Because every two years on their anniversary and on mm. around Halloween, they give you a free character boost. And all the teams are like get get a tank or get get someone who like who's mentored by Batman or Luth Lexer to like max level. I'm like, oh, this is easy. Boop boop. <laughs> you know, you can buy character boosts. I'm like, why would I do that? Like, I can just like wait three years and get all the achievements from the free boosts. So, yeah, I'm 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 on like once it rolls around to the to their anniversary in three weeks, I'll be I'll have to like play it for another year. Again. <laughs> and then after another year, I'll have enough boosts to like. To do it. the game without, without <laughs> playing it without playing I'll, I'll have enough to get the achievements without actually having played the game there for the funny. achievements and not for the game <laughs> well the game is okay like i played a little, little bit of it i'm like i i'm already playing some mmos yeah, i don't really need another one it's not one. too bad for mmos you could understand why it's not like the top three <laughs> so yes it's still a good game it's i don't think anyone can take that away from it anyways uh those same people are making this game so that gives me a lot of confidence that they're going to do things right especially since they're not rushing it it's been in development for a while apparently and it's supposed to be coming out sometime in 2023 so they're not rushing it i'm sure they'll push it back if they need the time you know they, it has the marvel ip attached to yeah. it so they were unlike... trying to... oh, go on no no go ahead i was gonna say they've been trying to get an a marvel mmo out for a while they apparently were working on one before or, or a different team was and then that got canceled yep. and then they were trying to do a different game or another one and then that one got delayed or pushed back and then now this one is apparently slated to actually come out so we'll see may 
I mean, you said 2023, right? So Correct. it still has time to not come out, but the the one that they pushed back or delayed was supposed to be coming out was supposed to have come out around the time that like when Marvel's Avengers was coming out, like the the uh, movies. So that would have been prime time to get these out. I yes. don't know why they delayed them. Maybe there was big issues with it or whatever, but I, I think it's a little late. But if they're bringing that out in time for the new push for the Marvel stuff, maybe they'll catch that train. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's um, Marvel. It's going to be popular anyway, at least for the first little bit, and hopefully they do it really, really good because then people can dive in and play alongside their heroes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I have a lot of faith mm. simply because look look at what they did yeah for look the at the games other games already. they made yeah so i have a lot of faith that it'll be okay and the power the power of the marvel brand should help it unlike the game i just talked about not too long ago marvel's mm. avengers by square that game apparently square considered to be a total flop and i don't blame them they put a lot of money probably into acquiring the the marvel name and characters and all this and and now again i got the game free on game pass but it's it's not it's not a free game to play and oh my god, is the game ever filled with cosmetic shit that they want yeah, you to buy? Yeah, from day one, there was tons of cosmetic. Yeah. Outfits. So, what happened to games where like you could just buy it, like at, like on a, on a cartridge or on a disc, and have everything on that cartridge or disc? Well, and I not can, have to like. I could tell you pay. what happened to some of those games. They get re-released, and all those cosmetic stuff gets ripped out and resold to you. Like what happened with the RE games. Is RE's, that what happened with those RE0, oh 1, 2, and I believe 3. Remember how you used to get the costumes for beating yes. the game and getting certain, yes. certain ranks? Yes. Those costumes got ripped out and sold to you as DLC. I did not know that. I can that's, no longer that's... you have do RE0 Rebecca? and get Rebecca Chambers in her medic outfit. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> until, I knew I get, it. until I pay money for it. Of course, you pay money for it? Fuck no. I have, okay. it, on, I have it on GameCube. <laughs> if I want to get that outfit, I can play it on GameCube and get her in her cute little medic outfit. <laughs> of course it's gonna be rebecca she's my favorite favorite female character but yes like they took out a lot of those cosmetics and resold them to you <laughs> it sucks and of that's, course they're gonna do it but that's ter it's terrible i mean I excluding hate, I hate excluding the ones that were actually remade like the, the basically re1 the re1s that you get on the new game are basically the gamecube game just you know, slightly remade and upscaled, right? Yada yada, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. So I don't blame those, but one and two, or sorry, those ones I blame. Re two and three that were actually remade. Fine, you're remaking all the assets and everything. Go ahead and resell the skits. But zero and one, come on, guys. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, whatever. I can go. Well, <laughs> I think we're done with the story. Unless I if you think have anything else to add. No, but but uh, another story, if we kind of want to get into, uh, that had to do with like DLC stuff, is uh, Ubisoft Quartz and their game Ghost Recon. <laughs> so, uh, so Ubisoft is um showing one of their first hands of diving face first into the uh into the NFT markets. They've released a new platform called Ubisoft Quartz which is their NFT kind of platform. And the first game using it is Ghost Recon... I was going to say Wildland, but that's not, that was last year's. Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which I think is this year's version of the game. Or, yeah, I believe so. Um, is bringing out cosmetic NFT 
um, items for your characters that you earn while playing the game. And apparently one of them you have to play like 600 hours to get, and it's a shitty-looking helmet. I think yes. it looks ugly as sin. It's fucking terrible looking, and it's all black too, and it's it's a very dark game as is, so you can't <laughs> even see it correctly yeah, most of the time. so they're bringing up these, and you... So, th- th- this is their first, I believe, first hand into the NFT markets. The one thing that confuses me, I believe, for this NFT Quartz and the Ubisoft thing is that you can only buy, sell, and earn these NFTs if you own Breakpoint. So who are you going to buy and sell the NFTs to if no one outside the game who owns the game is playing the game? If what is already playing and earning them? Because you can only get them through game. Yeah. So like, like if if I let's say if I wanted just to own the digital asset for that game and be able to, you know, look at, you know, it's a cool 3D, not not cool, but, you know, it's a 3D asset I can look at, yada, yada. It's numbered. I, not owning the game, cannot get that unless I buy and play five hours, or no, sorry, not five hours, get to level five in the game, prove I'm I'm of 18 years of age and older, then I can finally start earning NFTs in the game. So I actually have to play the game for a while. Who is this marketed toward? The people who are going to buy and sell the games already, or the items already own the game, so they can just earn them. Yeah, it seems it's really fucking stupid. Like, and I, 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 I had a hard time understanding NFTs. Now this adds another layer of unneeded complexity. Yeah. Like, as you just <laughs> said, six hundred hours for the for the helmet we we're talking about. Okay, but let's say I get the six hundred hours, and you get the six hundred hours after me. Do I own the NFT on the helmet or do you have a claim on it now? It's like, who the fuck owns it? Do we both own it? It's... Do we both get the same version of it? Do we both have different variations yeah. of the same thing? Like, so I don't know. Basically, it make... it's the same helmet. It'll have a, it'll be part of the blockchain, a new one that uh, they have made. Uh, apparently, it's up a lot less energy than the others. So, like, a real blockchain item, like an NFT, will carry around with it the code of either just that one or all of the blockchain stuff so that it can't actually be, that information can't be lost of who bought and sold and where it's been, yada, yada. This one that Ubisoft made apparently will do that or a lot of that, but it won't use up as much energy. They say, is it a thousand times less energy? So if it actually does that, fine. That's cool, right? Um, each item is going to be digitally stamped with the code. The actual NFT item, like the 3D product, and in-game, I believe, will have a code on the back to show you what number it is. So, because each NFT is supposed to be limited. So that if there was... The, ooh, if this was to be a thing, they continued for the next year or two when for this game's life cycle. They'll keep, hopefully, bringing up more stuff for people who like these, right? But... It, I don't see what you're going to use them for. There's no reason to attach these to NFTs. There's absolutely no reason. They could have just made a digital marketplace for the buying and selling of the 3D item and the um, in-game and out-of-game without it being attached to an NFT. They could have just attached it to their new store that allowed you to view these 3D items. Because that's basically what you're pay- paying for is a an in-game item which you can also view in and out of the store 
There's no reason for it to be attached to an NFT. Absolutely no reason. That's so strange. And then They're jumping also... on it because it's the new fad. And yes. people don't like loot crates, so... And they dove face first into loot crates as well. And people didn't mm -hmm. like it. And now it's, now it's NFTs, so people are diving... They're diving straight into that, into the new feds. People had such a pushback against loot crates. That's what this Ubisoft feels like. Ubisoft has, as you said, they've always been one of the first, to well, dive, not the to... first, but one of the first to dive into. Remember when the season, not season pass, the the, the $10, like. The uh, online about, pass? Yeah, online pass. Thank yeah, you. Like, that garbage. It used to be a thing like back, like, I don't know, like in the Xbox 360 or PS3 era around yeah. that time where people didn't like, you know, businesses like games, GameStop existing with the used game market. So they're like, okay, fuck this. We're going to punish people for buying used games. So if you bought a new game, it came with a free pass. It's like, hey, you can either actually play online with this code or here's some new items like in Dragon Age that they actually gave you really good fucking items. Like they give you like a new area on the map. It's mm. like your, your, your base, you have like a dog or maybe not, maybe I'm confusing the games. Anyway. But anyways, you had a dog, you have some like, extra xp or you know stuff like that this is actually really fucking good if you're buying the game for new anyways mm. you're getting some really good fucking items but if you bought it used let's say you i don't know a multiplayer game that they made oh you're not allowed to play online you want to play online give us ten dollars yeah because you didn't buy it new the you garbage it on, extra online so, pass you had to pay for so fucking... i'm saying all this because ubisoft was like not the first but like the second or third i think adopter of this so it doesn't surprise me because Apparently, the CEO of Ubisoft, Ease Gulimat, I hope I said Yves his name correctly. Guillermo, I believe. Guillermo. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, I knew it was French, so I didn't know how to say it um, or pronunciate it. It's something, uh, I'm sure I got it wrong too, something like that. So, yeah, apparently he there was an internal memo that he was like praising the NFTs. And Chris, you know, the, as soon as I read this, I'm like, you know what this reminds me of? This has been popping into my YouTube feed lately. Uh, South Park did like a like a two-parter post-COVID special on Paramount Plus, and the okay. first the first part ends with like oh it's like it's like the the kids in the future like it's like the years like twenty fifty something and it's like <laughs> COVID still a thing, so like all the kids are adults now, and the first part ends with like an an insane asylum and they show like one door and the name is like Doctor Cows, but then okay. they're like. But they're like, oh, that's not chaos. That's chaos. Oh. And Dr. Chaos was Butter's alter ego. Yeah. And we never saw adult, adult Butters yet. So the first thing they do in the second part is you see adult Butters. And he's and he's like, he, you know why they locked him in there? Not because he was crazy at all. That's not the reason. He was in there because he is so good at convincing other people to purchase NFTs that they had to lock him away for everyone else's safety. <laughs> So throughout the whole episode, he's like preaching that, like he has like like a charts and everything. He's like, you, you know, NFTs are so good, and here's why. I thought that was fucking hilarious. I did not catch that. That is awesome. I like that so much. <laughs> the first thing, the first thing I read when I saw that that Yves Guillemo is is preaching NFTs to his to his underlings i'm like okay so he's butters pretty yeah. much. so apparently when they announced like the ubisoft course thing it got like 95 percent dislike thing uh oh, ratio wow. on youtube and ubisoft like kind of talked not talked about it but we're like brought you know kind of mentioned you know uh about the quartz thing and they don't care they're gonna keep doing it 
because I assume that they sunk too much money into this, and it's more like a uh, what's it called when you sink too much money into something but don't want to give it up because it would it means you lost all that money. Um, the, the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Those, yeah, the the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, yeah, I think I said it wrong, but yeah, uh, I think it's that now. But maybe they'll make their money back on it. I don't know. Hey, there's no reason for it to be attached to NFTs. No, no reason for them to do that. Even if it uses up way less energy, there's no reason for it. You could already digitally stamp these items and have them be unique. There's no reason for it. <laughs> and you know. Fuck, fuck, okay, fuck I, I think I think I think we're done. Think, fuck NFTs. Yeah, I think we're done. Fuck, fuck NFTs. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. So let's see. Uh, I'll bring this up. This is yes. this is a really quick one. Uh, do so, we want to make this the last one, or because we're hitting one forty-two? Uh, I don't mind. I don't. I mean, we have after we... this one, we have three stories. It's up to you. Uh, which one's the next one you'll do? Uh, FF seven. Oh yeah, that's quick. <laughs> that's yes. super quick. When I said it was quick, it was going to be quick. Okay. So basically, so we can try and make you know, these next ones quick. So FF Seven remake, obviously, up until recent times, that was only for PS Four than PS Five. That's it. So then at the Game Awards a couple of weeks ago, they announced, "Oh hey, it'll be on the Epic Game Store in like a week," which is like last week for us now. Yeah, I think we time, mentioned time this. travelers. So I was not going to buy on the Epic Game Store anyways. And besides, my computer's not good enough. I like. I'm hoping it comes to the other consoles because I have the other two. I don't have a PlayStation yet. I, anyways, anyways. So on the Epic Game Store, it was a really fucking big mess because when people purchased purchased it, they found out that for some fucked up reason, and I and and there's good evidence for the reason, but uh, apparently they upload the debug build for Fall Fantasy Seven Remake <laughs> on the Epic Game Store. Not not the regular version of the game, the debug version. Yeah, not, not so the gold case, master that was supposed to be yeah. used. So in case, <laughs> amongst other things, I'll I'll skip the rest. The mm. the main thing that as a player you would notice immediately upon playing the debug version, it uh, it lags to all hell because mm. it has a lot of assets that are not supposed to be included with the rest of the game. So it bogs everything the fuck down. And yeah, just that one thing alone, people are not happy over it. Yeah, your fans shouldn't have to mod your game to take out the debug. Yeah, I see assets like I seen. I think it was Digital Foundry or someone else going through like one of the big uh, companies going through this. They were running the machine on like a one of the, a really really expensive PC, like running a thirty ninety had like an i nine whatever, and the game was like one hundred twenty frames per second. As soon as he starts running, he runs through all of or most of the uh, what does he call it sector seven sector seven, and you see the frames go from one twenty down to like sixty on average, I think, and then drop down to like forty something back up. It's like, oh, wow. what the hell is going on with this game's frames? It bounced everywhere every time you get into a, a place where there was lots of people. It dropped. And then you start to see the stutter, do, 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 as your character's like stuttering around, like, wow, holy crap. On one on a super, super strong machine, this thing's chugging. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. So imagine just having like an average to a low end PC. Yeah, like, my, good fucking like luck. My PC good is fucking not, luck. My PC, not, PC isn't bad, but I think I would have to run this game at like medium quality to maybe get average of 60. <laughs> Dude, you saw me stream, it takes two. Yeah. And I couldn't even stream that. <laughs> yeah, like, proper yeah, 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 good luck. I mean, not that we would spend $80 on that game, on the Epic Games Store for a game that that, 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 that is that old. Jeez, I need to 
slow down and speak. Um, but still, even if we wanted to, you know, just have it on PC, holy crap, I'm going to wait until they fix this because it is a hot mess. Not as messy as some games. And Square is not the best when it comes to PC ports. No, they they're still, terrible. They're still not good at it. But wow, like the debug menu, it's not our debug build and other issues with it. Yeah, wait, guys, just wait. Square is, as you said, they're, uh, to my knowledge, they're the absolute worst when it comes to PC ports. Yeah, like, they're pretty bad. They always have issues of some sort. Like, always. W- but worse as in compared to other AAA devs. There are some lesser, you know, some A devs or, you know, indie devs, whatever, that really some pretty messy crap or who end up screwing up on their porch, right? But for being a big AAA company, they're, they're, uh, PC ports are usually not so garbage. <laughs> yeah. So, so the one other thing that I kind of alluded to before, something we did get out of this build was apparently it already has a Steam ID associated with the game. Yes. So what that means is that more than likely, what happened was this is a very last minute deal from Epic. So it was planning on coming out on Steam. And then they're like, Epic's like, oh, hey, want to just come out on us for yeah. a little while? And then like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So they kind of rushed, more than likely, they rushed it to, to Epic. And then that's why there's a debug build. Yeah, because some, or... some, some, some interns, I was like, oh, okay, let me upload this game. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Yeah, that or, you know, obviously, if they're thinking of PC, they're going to go to Steam anyway. It's the biggest. It's the biggest, yeah, <laughs> in terms of like PC gaming uh platform uh, stores right so it would be smart for them to put that they put that in there anyway but still for them to leave that information in there which i don't think you normally would if you're releasing the normal version of the game onto uh to another platform but yeah so it will be hitting steam half a year we'll see <laughs> we'll give it half a year yeah, so I'll, I'll just read a quick couple yeah, sentences please. here from, from the Reddit post that <laughs> some user... So the last thing he said was, this is probably one of the many reasons for the poor performance of the game as debuggers affect performance. This is unreal. You literally can't make unreal. this up. Unreal! Co- <laughs> yeah, right? The complete incompetence from Square Enix shines through as usual, but to ask 80 pounds for this half-ass port is insulting. And that's basically mm. what we already said. So yeah. kind of a good way to kind of end that yeah, yeah, yeah. On, a, on, on the low note. <laughs> We'll end it there. Uh, so, apparently, not to be satisfied with the other five devs they have bought. Oh, there now my browser is finally loaded. Um, Turtle Rock Studios, who have just brought out this year Back for Blood, was bought by Tencent. Yeah. Wow. So, Tencent, I believe I did read that this is like the sixth studio this year that they bought. They've also bought into other studios, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that this year and over the last few years. But holy crap. Yeah. I Again, wow. Six studios I... this year and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not I'm not much a big say. fan of this. Not big fan because they're buying up a lot or because of it being Tencent alone? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Good enough answer. <laughs> but yeah, it's... I mean... From the other studios they've brought out, they've bought, I don't know what other games they've purchased, like in terms of like under Tencent's name, but so far I have no reason to not like, but I also don't have a reason to like, <laughs> if that makes any sense. So uh, I guess we just have to wait and see what the hell happens with the, all these studios, right? 
but it they are if not already one of the biggest <laughs> are, are buying into to becoming one of the bigger uh, studios or you know publishers i guess would be the best way to say yeah it. i i'm just not a big fan of it because as consumers we we benefit from competition so so the lease of a monopoly if you want to call it that yeah the like them like, buy know, kind of like uh epic trying to buy into being one of the biggest pc publishers on yeah one of the biggest pc uh stores it's mm-hmm. uh 10 cents doing the same thing as trying to become one of the big well, pc devs Oh, I think publishers. I think I think Epic Game Store is good just because Steam didn't really have a competition yeah. competitor. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I understand that. Yes, but kind of similar situation as in buying their way up there instead of making a company and earning their way up there. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. is the way I'm so, trying to say it. <laughs> so this the story here says um, apparently the the because it, it was a deal, it'll they will allow Turtle Rock to function independently which again i didn't believe it back in like the early 2000s when activision bought, bought up blizzard like don't worry guys we'll leave blizzard alone we just own them now but everything will still be the same fast forward to today does everything seem the same to you no to Not the point quite. of to the point of a lot of the founders of blizzard have left the company and have already formed their own studios right yeah this has happened this has happened what's his name uh not not phil roper shit who's the other person i'm thinking of mike morheim yeah he he, okay. yeah. he he left blizzard in the last year or two i think it was and yeah yeah because yeah he gave his power to j allen brack mm-hmm. so when he when he when he when uh so remember how we were talking about in the previous episode that they kept reducing the amount of power it went from like ceo to president to co-leaders for blizzard <laughs> yeah the ceo was mike morheim when he left jay allen brack was the president but anyways we're, we're not going to talk about that yeah, again yeah, but yeah. like mike morheim left blizzard and now he formed his own indie studio so <laughs> that goes to show you does everything seem the same no yeah. it might not seem evident at first or at all but i i have my suspicions that there's still I mean, going to be influence yeah i mean influence fine but we'll see how much influence they have because sega i know it's 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 not tencent but sega but uh smt uh persona devs okay and they pretty much stayed out of their way in, in a way so hopefully that happens with these other devs that they're picking up and say this to so like mm-hmm. w- one of the things they said was that um that the turtle rock has said is this will this should not or will not affect um us doing the updates and stuff like that for uh their last game there i just mentioned it back for blood so like hopefully it's not gonna be them going well you now have to you know abandon this game and work on these or you can only work on stuff for this console for this game yada yada they're supposed to be considered more independent and continue the stuff as they do already just now tencent owns them and the answer to them We'll see how well that goes for all these companies that they, that this is happening to. It could be good, and it could also be bad. We it's too early to know with all the companies they've been buying up to know yeah. where how good or bad it will be. It's just they they're throwing around a lot of money to make to in, in the gaming space. But yeah, yeah. that's really all it's, it's... I gotta say. <laughs> And and you know, maybe I'm a little biased from what I'm about to say. Mm, that granted, but like I wasn't, I wasn't okay. I wasn't not a fan 
of Microsoft buying like Bethesda or all these other companies because so far Microsoft has been good guy when it comes to the rest of them. But I, I do understand how it sucks for like exclusives and all that. Like mm. I can't I can't play the Spider Man games because they're only on PlayStation. I want to, but I can't. So I, I completely understand. But to me, the difference between Blizz, uh, not Blizzard, sorry, uh, Microsoft and like Tencent is that we know a lot about Microsoft. They've kind of shown their hand with Game Pass, mm-hmm. and and just because they bought Bethesda doesn't mean it's locked onto Xbox. It's locked onto Game Pass, if anything, and you can get Game Pass anywhere that they allow it. Mm. So whereas Tencent's think, been every. Uh, up and down in terms of what they've been doing. Yeah, Tencent, especially because, again, they are a Chinese conglomerate, but we don't know why they're doing this. Because originally... Other, than, I think originally, other than money reasons. <laughs> yeah, like originally, they we didn't know anything about Tencent, but then they started buying game companies of all things. Now they're they're that's what they're known for mostly, yeah. at least in this part of the world. So. I'm sure they existed before they started doing this. So they, I think they were big in the mobile market, like huge, and then started moving into the AAA gaming space or the console slash PC gaming space. And now, <laughs> where where we are now? Yeah, uh, it's just weird that they're reaching their hands into the Western market. Yeah, I, I think they just really see a lot weird. of money in it, but it's really early ish to see how much influence they're gonna have. I think. I don't think a lot of games have personally come out, at least for console gaming and PC gaming, for them. But we'll see. We will definitely see. I'm uh, about them. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people are. A lot of people are also against them because of how they're approaching it, or just based on the fact it's Tencent and their what they've been doing. Uh, them being associated with with that the Chinese market or China in general. So, uh, we'll yeah, see. I mean. China has been really aggressive, at least in Canada. Again, we're not going to get too political. I'm just stating facts. Uh, up until recently, we had the case of the two Michaels. Chris, have you heard about this? I have not. I stay out of like okay. a lot of politics. Yeah. Stuff in so basically, if you I know can. that you know the the I think the daughter, the vice or the president of Huawei. Huawei. I don't know how to say the phone name. Huawei. Huawei. Yeah. Okay. Huawei. Yeah. So she was kind of. So the U.S. kind of put an order for her arrest two or three years ago, and oh. she was in Canada at the time, and she was arrested. She was like house arrested in Vancouver. This she, very in the last month or two, they released her, but for two or three years, she's been stuck in Canada. And as retaliation, the Chinese government, um, basically bullshitted their way and saying, "Oh, these two Michaels are the terrorists because they're from Canada." So they just took like two two random people who was visiting China from Canada, and like put them in jail hmm. and subjected them to really brutal stuff like not torture but like really brutal things that aren't torture like like you know like maybe making them stay by themselves like for x amount of time like psychological torture yeah essentially so yeah and then as soon as we we released the woman here they released them yeah and they 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 said several times that oh we're oh these this has nothing to do with you with with her we want to release of course screw you guys for having kept her there this you know but yeah, this has nothing to do with that. And then as soon as we release her, they release them. Like within like 24 or 48 hours. Oh, after things. after two or three years. After two or three years, you're telling me that the stars aligned and they got released at yeah, the same time. Yeah, well, so. Winnie the Pooh over there tends to make <laughs> up a lot of bullshit. Yeah, so that's that's kind of, that's why, again, I'm not trying to like, you know, be racist or anything. It's just like, I have suspicions. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, there's close ties to the Chinese government with the <clears throat> Sorry, the garbage we've seen with that and with like you know Hong Kong, yeah, yeah, we 
don't have a lot of faith, but they are a corporation who's trying to move into the Western space. So, eh, like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's just anyway. weird because yeah, I, yeah. I'm not sure if you knew this, Chris, but to release a game in China, if you're if you're not from China, you have to have like a publisher do it for you. And yeah, like, it, you, know? you have to have so a Chinese publisher do it for you. Yes, yeah. yes, that's just that's, it's Chinese law for that. Yeah, so, so it's stranger though, like disregarding that because the Chinese market is the biggest market. Like, look what happened with Activision yeah, Blizzard or the whole Blitzchung situation. Free Hong Kong, something yeah, I mean, of their what, time, I forget, what, a right? Sixth Remember of that? The Earth's population in China. Yes. Like... yes. And and Blizzard didn't didn't go, you know, they they kind of stuck to his ban despite you know yeah. saying free Hong Kong because they didn't want to piss off China the China market because yeah, that was yeah, their yeah. biggest moneymaker. So no skeletons why, in why, Diablo 3. <laughs> yeah. Or... Why why would they kind of not give it up, but why would they focus their efforts on the West so much? That's why I'm saying I have my suspicions. Like, like why are you ignoring oh, your biggest me. market that's that's local to you to come here? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's we'll see what happens. Maybe it's just a way to try and get more more bigger games into China, but then that means I'll have to change certain things. Ugh. Yeah, we'll, no, no blood, no skeletons. Yeah, we'll have to see see in the end what what actually happens because. I mean, not that, you know, taking out skeletons out of games is bad. I love skeletons in games, personally. I love them. <laughs> but... Who's your favorite skeleton? There's only one right answer. God. There's only one right I answer. I think it's hanging in the skeleton from Dark Souls. Incorrect. The, the it's correct not answer, Sans. It's Skeletor. Fuck, I forgot about Skeletor. I was going to say, there's only one right answer. You can't say it's not Skeletor, Chris. I forgot about you Skeletor. You can't say it. You can't say it. I love Skeletor so much. You, 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 you know I'm right. <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking specifically only video games. That's why I went no. hang in the skeleton. <laughs> if you've ever seen that meme, I'm sure. I don't even know. know what that is, actually. Uh, just a quick. Um, there's a skeleton hanging off one of the sides of like a, a cliff in Dark Souls, and people run up there oh. and lay, <laughs> lay a message that says, hang in their skeleton. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't, uh, okay. It is amazing. I'm I'm sure if whenever you get around to playing Dark Souls, you will see it. Well, I played the first one. I I don't know if it's in the first one or in the second one or whatever, because it has to do with the signs you can lay down. Okay. So it has to do with how many what you can say in those. But yeah. Right. It's it was one of the first uh, memes I've seen for the uh, for the signs you can have in Dark Souls, and everyone <laughs> up up votes it because it's the meme. <laughs> Uh, the only meme in the first game was, you know, when you go, get to on Orlando or whatever it's called, like the, the big floating city in the sky, mm. and and then you meet like the the, the oh, okay, so you've seen I, the that ruler, one. and she's like lying her sign, she's like very like you can see a lot of her very uh, yeah very big in the yeah chest. something like something like 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 big, big... Uh, amazing chest ahead yeah that's what, it. what they put that's it that's it so like. In the game, you can. There's different words you can make sentences. The chest is like literally like a chest, like a treasure chest. So like people put like amazing chest at <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's I yeah. found that fucking that, hilarious. That, that, that one's one of the best ones. Amazing that's, chest that's, head that's, and that's, that's the, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so. Anyways, yeah, I love that. That one is good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I the, think I think we're done with I this. I think right? we are. I think we're done. We got nothing else to say. Do we want well, to 
Dude, the others went couple... on two hours. Yeah, let's just power through them, I guess. Why not? Okay. Okay. The... Uh, Bungie's HR head. Well, jump into that one. As soon as my page loads, there we go. Bungie's HR head steps down from her pos- her her position. Sorry. Yes. Her, yes, yes. Sorry. I, when her. I read through this, I was confused. If it was her or him because I thought I misread something, so it confused my brain. Sorry about that. Uh, but yes, she stepped down from her position because there was been reports uh, recently and in the past of Bungie having um, reports of abuse and sexual. Well, the same stuff that's been going on in the games industry that we've been reporting on other places I've been reporting on for years. Just all of that. She stepped down, basically stating that for this to change, she there needs to be a fresh head in the HR department and that. And the only way she believes that this will get done is for her stepping down, getting rid of people who are there who've been allowing this to happen in the past. Even though she has reported uh abusers in the past she wants a clean slate for everyone who's worked at the company and this is the best way she thinks it will happen is getting a fresh person in position i wish it could happen at activision blizzard still hasn't happened (laughs) the hr head is still there anyway uh there's 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 a quote i want to read that she said yes and i think so yeah she's so despite her doing okay this has like been a really common thread in, in recent news like even outside of activision blizzard mm-hmm. it seems like the hr departments are useless like but this one is the opposite in it terms seems of, like, she wasn't she, as useless no or she, useless at all so she tried to do the right thing and she has always tried to do the right thing and now she despite reporting executives at the top for abuse nothing's been done so she feels like well what's my what's the point of me working here so a quote is like she said she's had some deeply challenging interpersonal conflicts up to including the firing of her of colleagues for quote unquote performance bad behavior and for discrimination racism and sexual harassment mm. which is bullshit obviously because well anyways um well she may have gotten said, them she may have reported them in that or they may have been gotten rid of but it doesn't seem to have changed things <laughs> yeah like and then she also says i'm proud to work of the work I did at this company, I believe. Okay, sorry, that's not the correct quote. Um, sorry, I read the wrong quote. Um, it was something. Here we go. Um, so basically, she she also quoted her, uh, just basically telling her story about uh, she singled out abuse she had suffered from a man, an executive, and someone I thought was my friend at Bungie, which resulted in Bungie firing him. So, um, that that was one of her experiences. So apparently that was done for her. But then, like, she's had other situations where she feels the opposite. She feels powerless. So it's kind of like mm. you know what I mean. Like, yeah, they'll fire the person who doesn't matter. But well everyone matters but you know like the person near the bottom is what i meant to say but like the person near the top oh oh well you know we can't fire them now yeah. you know or like because like, it was being done to her so they decided to do something about it but when employees complain the higher-ups above her just go yeah it didn't happen or whatever yeah that as well that's what that it almost well. seems like uh the person we're, I, we're talking about which i skipped on the name sorry about that uh was uh gail the hundred. I'm, 
Jeez, I'm so bad at saying that. Let me try and let me yes, try my please. hand. Yes, please. Taunt, I believe. Because Okay. Yeah, I'm bad with I'm bad with names. Sorry. Dehaunt, I think is how you say the last name. Dehaunt. I think so. Sorry if we're butchering the name. I think I think the D is silent. It's it's the D or the T is silent. I, I don't think they'd both be there. Yes, but sorry. It's not a name I normally see or need to pronounce. No, no, no. <laughs> it's it's a very unique last name, that's for sure. But I mean uh, people get my last name screwed up all the time. Shebang? Yes. They, How do they screw that up? These um well it's usually people who are I'm gonna say this wrong, but um who are American or who don't know that um who try to say it like um how would you like people say it's schedule Scabang. yeah they go scabang and they try to say the <laughs> s c and h all together instead of saying it shabang because you would say schedule as schedule that's how that's said Sh yes same thing for i i don't think and i include myself in this i don't think people say tuesday correctly tuesday or tuesday is there a ch or is there to to tuesday to, to Tuesday or ch Tuesday, you know? Yeah. Like people get, <laughs> people get wrong and they try to say the S C H together. So they get Skaha bang. Like, bang. Whatever. Like, like similar to how they, like, if you ever listen to a computer say my last name, that's how it says it. He goes, Skaha bang. It doesn't know how to say it properly. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's because of the S C H. Like, it's yeah. schedule, not schedule. <laughs> that's, that's true. So. I've, I've had at... one person for sure say my last name right, but she was a German teacher. So she read my name right and says, that's a good, nice German last name. Like, yes, huh. thank you. Because <laughs> it is German. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, right. whatever. I, I I understand people not being able to pronounce my last name right, and I just kind of laugh because I've heard it all the time. I've heard people mispronounce it a lot. So I'm sorry if I Thing said is... your last name wrong. She she has like she has like an apostrophe on her name like so you don't like shebang is like an English word, not a common English word but no it's European an word. Or European well, name, but yeah European name yes but English word as yeah, well yeah, yeah. right because every time <laughs> there's like New Year's or whatever or Canada Day I send Chris a picture almost every time there's there's a Canadian fireworks company it's called Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> that's his username i'm like man i have to find one for shebang i'm sure that's there somewhere i mean everyone says the whole shebang all the time yes exactly <laughs> there you go see that's an english word there you go okay but i believe that's spelled differently anyway whatever it uh <laughs> so gail has decided to step down and try yeah. to get a new person in lead there uh, for, for part of the HR. So hopefully they get a clean slate in there that will hopefully be taken seriously in that role and if basically also to get rid of any hopefully bad will that people see. Because when you know when you're working at a company, if you're down the totem pole like an employee and you notice or think that HR isn't doing what they can, you start to not trust HR. Yes. Uh and so that's one of the reasons why she's stepping down. She wants there to be a clean slate there so that hopefully people will trust the new HR heads. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, they are leaving. Whether or not it's good, because we don't work there, we, but apparently things weren't going so well in terms of 
people addressing the situations or people get, being taken seriously in terms of uh, allegations. So hopefully Blizzard, not Jesus, Bungie, <laughs> hopefully Bungie gets new HR and things start to be taken better and seriously. Yeah, and and honestly, she sounds like a really good person from what I, what I read from her email. And also, mm -hmm. so for someone with an HR background, keep in mind HR people work for the company, obviously. So this yes. is this is this is the most she could have done by stepping down. This is the most the most power the most power move she could have done in terms of helping her the other employees out. There's mm -hmm. only her her power is only so limited when it comes to the people above her. When it comes to fellow employees, and yeah, sure, but. Again, this is this is like a, like a power big brain move that she made in terms of not so much her career because she has to look for a new job, but in terms of helping everyone out, this is the most she could have done. So my hat goes off to her. That's a, that was a really selfless move, I think. Yeah, it it is. I think uh, I think that's it for me on this subject. Yeah. Uh, and then our last story, basically, Chrissy found this. I wouldn't have found this myself. Yeah. So apparently, arcades still exist. They do. They're... That's our that's that's our story. Oh okay, yeah, thanks everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's but that's our story. Okay. Unfortunately, one doesn't exist for the time being. It was brutally vandalized. It was a barcade set up, uh, and apparently a disgruntled. Uh, I was gonna say user. That's not the phrase. Jeez, a patron? disgruntled patron. Thank you. Who? Uh, showed up there. He was apparently someone who had a bad attitude already, kind of like really grumpy and such, and dismissive of people who were at the arcade. Um, came uh, by the arcade one day with an axe and destroyed every single arcade inside of the barcade and harassed and scared off and threatened the employees and patrons of the place for two days before finally getting arrested. So, yeah, this happened on Sunday, December 14th. The patrons, or a patron at the Seaside Arcade and Bar in the Baywater neighborhood in New Orleans was, uh, was uh, decided to take it upon himself to, you know, other than being real crap, you know, he starts placing stickers from, from uh, gum and I think bananas onto the arcades. And when he was asked to stop doing that, he started screaming and yelling at them, like, uh, at the employees. Uh, and then he asked someone, when they were asked to leave, he asked them if they were interested in dying today before he finally <laughs> left. Yeah, like, uh. really fucked up shit. So, this guy apparently goes by the wolf. Ooh, real edgy. You yeah, can right. tell by his... Uh, by his what? name. If you just add on a um, four, 420 no-scope, you have an awesome uh, 360 tag there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What sort of fucking life do you have to have if the best thing you can do with your, I think, Saturday? Saturday evening? I, I, Sunday. Anyways, Sunday. So what sort of life do you have to have if the best thing you want to do is, is collect a whole bunch of banana stickers, bring them with you to an arcade and stick them on the screen. Well, like I, I what, think, what sort of mental this is something we did as six year olds. I think he's been doing it for a while when they finally addressed him and took it seriously. He just was being real a real fucking ass. And I think the Sunday was the last straw when he finally started telling people, Well, do you feel like dying today? Is that it? You know, and then he came back 
um, a half an hour later returned uh, when the arcade was locked. Uh, or no, he came back, returned, locked the front doors from the inside with a bicycle lock with, uh, with the employees and customers still inside and started smashing the windows and all the arcades inside. Uh, the employees uh, and, uh, and patrons were able to escape be, uh, through the back door of the arcade with him inside, but left him in there, uh, reported it to the police. About, I think it was an hour and a half or two and a half hours later, the police showed up after he had fled the scene. Uh, the next day, patrons and the owners had shown up to try and help clean up the uh, mess. Like some of the patrons who frequent the place decided to help, you know, give their time in to help clean up the place. Right. right. And then he showed up again. And I believe they left and he starts smashing. Uh, Crap, sorry. He smashed every monitor, arcade machine, yes. television window. Apparently, apparently, the estimate of damages is about thirty to $50,000 of uh, damage to everything. The scenes in, in, that they post on, the, on their Facebook, I believe not a single machine was left unscathed in any way. I believe That's every really screen was at least damaged in some way. And all the, like, it is... A horrific sight, I can't believe. Oh, oh, the children. Think of the children. How could you? No, sorry. Uh, but it's, it is fucking gross. He finally did get caught like two days later by the police. So um, actually, so he came again. Oh, sorry. Yes, day. yes. I was. I, and and, and, I, and he brought a gun this time. Yeah, I, I, sorry. I skipped that. I was trying to find that on here, but uh, thank you. Please go on. Oh, uh, yeah, so he came the following, so we said Sunday, so on the Monday evening, he came back yet again around 10 p.m., brandishing a handgun, and apparently, according to some people who were there, um, the wolf, <laughs> that's strange to call him that, ran up behind them, gun in hand, and shouted, tell them to shut it down, I'm cartel, and then the people fled, and then he also ran. They both ran from each other, so... Yeah, and then and then that, a couple hours later, uh, almost midnight on Monday, they uh, they arrested him. Yeah, so they so, finally got him after like the third visit or fourth visit, whatever it was at that point. And yeah, it seems really strange. It's like you know how they say they always return to the scene of a crime. This guy returned fucking like three or four times. And yeah, Chris, before I, I hand it back to you in just a second, <laughs> I just want to little little aside is like arcades are a dying thing like the fact that we have any in the west like outside of japan essentially is a rare thing cherish them cherish them because they're 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 a dying breed they they won't exist for much longer no you know, I, I so and the fact that this guy fucking wrecked completely wrecked every screen is a heartbreaker but yeah, yeah go these, ahead, Chris. these arcade machines cost like thousands some of them could be like tens of thousands of dollars depending on the arcade right uh a bunch of them could be quite old like so them him destroying these like either these will have to be refurbished or fixed if the components inside aren't da damaged but now they're not if they were they're not the original arcades so that sucks uh but yeah uh they have set up a other than you know what they'll be able to get through uh what the company will be able to get through through uh, money uh when things are damaged, you get money for it back from the company. Insurance. Insurance, thank you. Jeez, my brain today. 
Yeah, well, well, other than what they get back from insurance to help refund everything here and rebuild, they're setting up a GoFundMe to help pay for the employees who are going to be uh, temporarily unemployed for the time being as they get things set up and hopefully fix them back up and work in order because this will take a while, I think. So they've yeah. got a, uh, they do have a GoFundMe to help with that yeah, as well. But this is really shitty. This is such such garbage i don't think they've been in i don't think it was a 2018 they got set up in i believe i read or it was a little bit earlier than that so it's only been in uh x amount of years uh, that they've been up and running and with pandemic and stuff like that like less people are going to be frequently frequent less people are going to frequent these these uh places for the time being so mm -hmm. them being able to be open or in business for the during the pandemic in general is is a miracle i would say but still they were going through it and now everything's destroyed they're gonna to have to fix or replace these machines which is going to be expensive as as hell <sighs> this is garbage <laughs> yeah it fucking sucks um and yeah like this guy like having dot going to do this must have i would assume have some kind of mental uh, problem or something going on in his life that caused him to uh, to just go off the handle with this because this isn't uh, this shouldn't be a normal thing so hopefully whoever this is gets some help well you know he's he's with the cartels obviously oh, he'll be okay right, Chris? I mean yeah he'll be okay financially <laughs> I mean well I'd mean that way but anyways <laughs> uh, as I said the fact that he was fucking collecting banana stickers and brought them all and put them on the screen I'm like Dude, like that's literally the mental capacity of like a six six year old. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, like we all did that when we were six, not when we were fucking adults. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah, yeah. When you're a kid, you don't understand, but when you're older, you you think you grow up. But and if you're with the cartel, you're telling me you have nothing better to do with your time than to collect banana stickers. <laughs> like, really? Shouldn't shouldn't you be doing something that makes you a lot of money, like banana stickers? Yeah, shouldn't you be <laughs> like 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 why you oh, think, God. You think you'd have more guy's... things on your plate other than exactly you know, like up wow it must it must be good to like have every working day off in the cartel you can afford to collect yeah if anything stickers. if he's part of the cartel he should be looking to uh set up some kind of security at this uh i have at it. this barcade i figured it out chris oh he, they smuggle illegal bananas that's why he has banana stickers yeah that must be it <laughs> See, yes. <laughs> well, all right. Funny oh. story. Funny story. It's like a really quick story. When <laughs> I, I I went out to PAX East a few years ago from Canada, and it was it was through bus because I had a university test, so I had to miss the first day, so oh. I, I I just had to like you know quickly get up there, and when I, when I crossed the border, they made us all come out the bus, and you know give our backpacks so they could scan everything, all this right, and I had a couple oranges, and they're like, oh. No, no, no outside fruit, and they just threw it away. I'm like, oh, I was, I was gonna eat that. If I knew you're gonna throw it away, I just would have ate it. Uh, so, like, when I say like smuggling bananas, that's actually a thing. Apparently, you're not allowed to like import export fruit yep. across the border. Not allowed. So, so those, I wasn't kidding usually, when I said that. They'll usually throw it out or expect you to eat it all on the spot. Yeah, because it can't come across the border. <laughs> it, yes, it can. It's in your stomach, though. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, no fresh, no, uh, no right. uneaten food. <laughs> but yeah, it, 
it is a thing. It's weird that they didn't even give you the option. They just tossed it. No, they're being assholes about it. I don't know. Anyways, I think I think that wraps things up for I us, Chris. So. For, so almost two and a half hours. So you know, apologies. I'll take the I'll take the fall from that one because I talked about what I was doing so for so long. But yeah, if you're a new listener, we don't typically take this long, and we know shorter is usually better when it comes yeah. to these podcasts. We usually so we like... try to go around an hour and a half, hour and forty. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So oops, it happens. But I guess we're out of here. Catch me on Twitch at Prince underscore Kaboom. That's usually where we do this podcast live. If you want to check it out uh, on YouTube, I try to upload at least something once a week under Mr. Prince Kaboom. And Twitter, C-S-C-H-A-B-A-N-G. That's C-Shabang on uh, Twitter. Uh, my schedule for streaming is random. So the best thing to do is just try and find it on me on twitch and just look at the uh look at the socials or the uh my about i think i've got my schedule up there if it's a schedule at all so go check that out and you sean where can they find you a twitter um twitch youtube same name zorb underscore zex um i post my schedule on my discord generally which you can find on my twitch channel the link for it at least and yeah i don't have one this week because I'm not sure what I'll be doing with uh, for Christmas because my dad, I haven't seen my dad in a couple of years and he invited me to, you know, come see him at his place, which I feel comfortable with now. But again, the whole situation at work, I'm going to ask for a rapid test and kind of take it the morning of before I drive to him. And mm. uh, yeah, so for, for that reason, I don't know what my schedule is. That's why I didn't post one this week. But yeah, I, I, I typically do post my schedule on my Discord. Um, I won't have one for this week, though, is what I'm trying to say. So aside from that, yeah, uh, you know, come follow me if you want. Come hang out on my Twitch. It's, uh, yeah, pretty much really good fun. And I have really good emotes if you want to stop. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Let's get some some nice emotes. I don't have any. I'm not partnered or whatever it's called. Affiliated. Affiliated. But maybe maybe some, some year before I die, it'll happen. I think... I think really quick as an aside, I know I know you don't care, Chris, but I think if you actually make a push for it, you could you could get it pretty easily. I could, That's but awesome. I also stream at like one in the morning. <laughs> so doesn't matter. I, I bet you someone's already made affiliate from streaming at that time. I'm sure there is, but I'm not streaming at the prime time of when people are on. I I stream when everyone's asleep and stop streaming when people start waking up. So well, you just have to cater your your audience to the to the Europeans then. Yeah, I mean, I stream, I stream, and people check me out, they do, so. But whatever. Anyway, things are good, things are going, and uh, I'll catch you guys later. Till next time, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye, and everyone have happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever else you celebrate. Stay safe. Stay safe, guys. Bye. Bye.